Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. Uh, this month, your D-Commentators are me, Luke. And me, Emma. And it's just us again. We are starting the new year off right with just getting back to the sibling duo, as it were. And also because uh, this is the first time we've recorded remotely in a couple months. Like, it's weird that we're not in the same room because we did that for November and December, and now we're on the other side of the country again, and it's cool. Luke, literally, life. no one cares. You're telling <laughs> stories, no one cares. They just okay, want to hear about the decoms. They don't care how we feel the, inside, hey, emotionally. I, I like to think our listeners care about us a little bit. I don't even uh, care what you were just talking about. All right. Yeah, I know you don't. Um, anyway, we have gathered here today to discuss the classic Disney Channel original movie. Uh, now, now you, you see, see it. it. Not Now You See Me, the film starring Jesse Eisenberg and one of the Francos. That uh, was confusing. I kept calling it Now You See Me. Well, it was confusing because every time I Googled Now You See It movie, it's like, oh, do you mean Now You See Me? And I'm like, no, 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 Google. I'm looking specifically for Now You See It. Weirdly enough, I think this might just be a trend with um, movies about magicians because weirdly they are just as batshit as this movie. Yeah, I, I I heard that they're pretty insane. I know I know like they're not magicians, but then at the end it turns out they are magicians, kind of. And there's like a glowing carousel. If I can recommend something for you guys, at least just watch the first. Now you see me. You will the twists in this movie will make you think that you are straight up tripping. They are crazy. Um, but this movie. Also this movie. felt like someone was playing a practical joke on me because. Yet again, I know I make this statement every single time. I remember this movie completely differently. <laughs> no, I had I had all the beats of this movie down. I, I remembered it pretty well. There were a couple things where I was like, I don't know how that fits in, but I knew the whole narrative. I did, I did, I think I mentioned this last episode. I did think the main character was played by Lucas Grabeel, and it's played by uh, not Lucas Grabeel. Who is this uh, guy? Where the fuck he, did he come from? I think his name's like Johnny Epcar. I don't know if he's done anything else. He I'm literally does, um, the, he literally makes the blue steel face the entire fucking movie. He, he, like, yeah, he has some problems. Johnny Picard also had, um, love interest in Zap problem of, I think, trying to deepen his voice unnaturally. Yeah, when he, he when he was trying something. to be brooding, something was... I don't know if that was him, like, this is my brooding voice, but... Yeah, no, it, listeners at home, let me give you a quick rundown of Johnny Picard's performance. I'm different, okay? I'm like a freak. I don't have friends. Can't you understand that nobody understands me? Like, screaming at this point? It's not about you, Ali Machaka. <laughs> but let's... let's Alright, but before we get into all that, let's talk real quick... One, I, I, I think we don't have, we're not going to do a whole decom news because there's just one thing. We've talked a lot about the de- upcoming decom zombies, which looks like it's going to be a cinematic tragedy. This thing looks fucking miserable. <laughs> it looks like a train wreck, but not like a train wreck where you can't stop watching. Like, I want to stop watching. I want to look yeah, away. Like, like when all the stuff was coming out about Descendants, I was like, I don't know, this looks kind of interesting. Like the costumes are cool and Kenny Ortega's there and I'm into it. Like, I'll check it out. This one, I'm like, like, I have no... Are you need. fucking kidding me, Luke? <laughs> I would watch Descendants 
for 72 times in a row. Like, I would lock <laughs> myself in a room and watch a sentence for 48 straight hours rather than have to watch zombies once. That's how I that's, feel. That's fair. Uh, but the, just the cool thing I want to bring up is I had read, I think, I'm, I, I don't know what article I pulled, but I had thought that they filmed the movie... And it was coming out this Halloween because it's all about zombies. And, you know, kids love zombies. Halloween spooky. Um, and they were, <laughs> You sound they announced... like a Disney exec. You know, kids exactly. love zombies. Spooky. These kids, we got they it. Love the, they love the, you know what these kids love? Zombies. Get some Zambos and some cheerleader outfits and, and put them in put them in Joker makeup from Suicide yep. Squad and we got a movie. Um, but so they, I thought that's what was happening. And then I got announced recently that that movie's coming out this February. Why the fuck is it coming out in February? I have no idea. I was like, I thought you guys specifically said you were holding on to this turd until Halloween, <laughs> and then you were going to drop it in our laps in our in our trick-or-treat buckets instead of candy. Luke, I really do think, I think this is a classic sign of they wanted this to come out on Halloween, and they put this in a room, like, on, in a test audience, or, like, somebody saw a cut of it and was like, holy fuck, we need to reshoot major parts of this thing, or, like, we have to edit it somehow, and now it's been delayed. Similar to Suicide Squad. No, 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 no. I don't think... I see. No, I disagree. I don't think that it they are reshooting it, and then it's going to come out in February. I think that they shot... They had... It, from what I saw, it looks like the movie's done. Like, it's been done for months, so they were just adding stuff in post or whatever. Um, and then, so I thought they were just going to hold on to it, release it at Halloween, you know, ride that wave. But I think... I think it's the opposite. I think they... Well, I think it's the same thing. Someone watched it and was like, this thing sucks. We cannot... <laughs> put this out like Halloween decoms and like the Halloween season is a big time for Disney Channel like they do like Halloween TV specials and stuff like that we can't make this the figurehead of our Halloween Halloween 2018 I get what you're saying I think you're, what you're saying is they're trying to drop this where nobody could notice exactly. nobody will notice like when you drop a fart and then like just walk out of the room and hope that nobody yeah. notices that you just crop dusted the entire party exactly but guess what Disney Channel we're on to your game and we always notice um, but that's pretty much, that's all I have to talk about. But the one thing we wanted to do before we get into this movie is we talked about this last month, but we, uh, are shifting to a different rating system instead of our ranking thing. Cause it's really was kind of hard to judge a movie by another movie. And so we wanted to do like a, just a blanket, like this is what we'd give this movie out of 10, but we didn't want that to mess up like everything. Mm-hmm. So we're, so we wanted to go back through like the other, like, I think we're at like 17. This, I think this is 18. Each give our ratings and then like average it out. Just bear with us for a couple minutes of, uh, just so we can get it out there so you guys know the score. So let's start from the beginning. Emma, what did you rate Smart House out of 10? A three out of 10. <laughs> you gave it a three? Yes. Okay. This might, this might be bad. I didn't, I gave one movie a three and it was definitely not Smart House. Didn't you, didn't you go with your rankings? We ranked these. Like they, these stick up with my rankings. Smart House was fucking third on my bottom. Yeah. They track, but I just mean like, uh, I, I didn't like just be like, okay, the top is 10 and then count down. From I didn't there. do that either, but Smart House oh, is okay. a fucking three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gave Smart House a six because I like Smart House. I, I like Smart House. It was really fun to watch. It was I dumb, hate but I liked it. Stupid. Okay, so that, so all right, so Emma gave it uh, a three. I gave it a six. Also, we are only doing whole numbers and point fives. We're not going to say like, oh, six point seven five. That's dumb. Okay. But I like Smart House. I like. All right, let me hear. What would you give Princess Protection Program? Princess Protection Program is a six. You gave that a six? Okay, yes. I expected, I expected Our more. rankings gave, are different. Have you been on fucking Facebook no, 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 for the past but I just, year? I, but I, just, I know, but I just expect you to go through the list and be like, oh, Prince of Protection Program, perfect film. Deserves an eight. Um, <laughs> no. I gave Prince of Protection Program a 5.5. 5. 
See, that's pretty so, on point. Yeah, that's, we that's pretty, pretty much agree. Uh, Halloween Town. Oh, Halloween Town is an eight point five. I gave it an eight, so that's that's pretty uniform. Yeah, just because it's it's good, but in some. It's different. almost there. It's almost there. It's it's yeah. Hopefully, Halloween Town three will come back around. Uh, Kim Possible. So the drama. Four. Four. That. Oh, okay. Um, I gave it an eight. <laughs> Yes, because you've always had it ranked higher. I, I know. Because if you do have amnesia, I, why would I give it an eight? I, all right, stop. All right, stop coming at me like this. Understand? And stop acting surprised when I rank stuff that I've always hated I know. most. Well, okay, fine. Johnny Tsunami. Four. <laughs> Five. So that's pretty, pretty even. It's pretty close. Uh, you wish, I'm guessing. I gave that a one. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would. I thought, I was like, and like, that one, and that one point is only for Lilane. Everything. I gave, I, if she wasn't there, I would have given it a zero. I gave you. I gave you wish a uh, seven. So it's uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. I love you. I love you. Wish. Uh, Pixel Perfect. Five. Six for me. I'm, I'm surprised by that. Thirteenth uh, year. Six. Really? I mine was nine. I thought that was pretty high on your list. Thirteenth eh. year. Okay. I gave mine. I gave that a nine. That one was pretty good for me. Oh wait, hang on. I'm messing up. I'm just a harsher critic. What can you say? I'm hard you to are, you, def- you definitely are a harsher critic. And let that never not be said. Um, get a clue? Um, that gets a 9.5. It is yeah, so close to perfect. I figured that would be a 9.5. I gave it a solid 5 because I didn't like it. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Minutemen. 7. Uh, I think I gave it... Yeah, I also gave it... Nope. Oh, I gave it an 8.5. That was truly the dark horse of the past year. I did not that, think I was going to like that movie, and it ended up it being good. a good movie. It was a good film. I, I maintain Minutemen is good. Teen Beach movie. A 7.5. I gave it a 6.5, so... Pretty close. Love it. Pretty close. All right, these are coming up pretty close, even though our, like, lifts are pretty far. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? 5.5. Oh, uh, I gave it a 7. And Xenon, I think we're both in agreement here. Perfect 10. Perfect 10. 10. Perfect 10. And she sticks the landing. That was my only perfect 10. Xenon. Here we go to my lowest rated movie, The Poof Point. I gave a solid three. I gave it a two. You gave The All Poof right. Point a three. I didn't I didn't hate The Poof Point. I, I mean, it was bad, but I, I kind of enjoyed it just because how wild it was. Halloween Town 2. Uh, five. I gave it a 5.5 because I missed Debbie Reynolds. And Zapped? 4.5. Uh, 5.5 for me. Is that uh, it? 5.5. Uh, no. One more. Also, oh, no, we did Ultimate Christmas Present already. Yeah, so we yeah. already rated it. I gave it a five. We, we did. Yes, we all we can agree on like a 5.5. Okay. So there you go, everybody. I think that I hope that didn't take up too much of your time, but we wanted to get those numbers out there. Um, so we will net from now on. All movies are on a one to ten scale. So that being said, now let's see this movie. Oh, there we go. So we open on Ali Machaka, uh, which you probably know from the band Ali and AJ listeners. Although or Phil of the Future, Feel the Future. I was going to say she had more of an acting career than her sister did. Her sister did like some. I mean, they both did cowbells. They cowbells. Were I was going to say you know from yeah. Phil of the Future or cowbells. Yeah, exactly. But she, yeah, she did a little more acting. So this is she's the uh, she's the main character. I really don't care about Danny. She was billed first. I'm giving she Disney was. Channel their, you know props for gender equality and billing. Allie has the biggest role and they did bill her first, so that's nice. Yes. So it's kind of the same thing like in Poof Point, where she's telling this story to us, like we're like the unseen audience I guess, and she's just addressing okay, us directly. Okay, I was just gonna say that was like my first note. I hate this I do. two I camera Poof Point thing. It's so mm-hmm. fucking annoying. And also the fact that one of the yeah. first lines of this movie is <laughs> She's talking about Danny, the teen magician, and she was like, some people say it'll even happen. Some people will even doubt that Danny's not even real. 
And I was like, what? You have video evidence. People met him in person. He has what parents. Who's doubting that he's a real kid that exists? Like, that, was the, that was the wildest line. I, to- I agree with you. I totally had that. But I literally so- like, dropped my coffee this morning. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a wild statement. Um, but so the, the entire film is framed like this, where we'll like cut back to her in her like, I don't know where apartment, but she's got a Harvard sweatshirt on. Yes. Which made me, which made me really confused if they had to pay for that, if they had to clear that with Harvard. How the fuck old are they? I cannot place it. This, yeah, this is a problem. Is, is that they call the, the competition is called the world's greatest kid magician, and they constantly refer to them as kids. They're clearly at least like 15. Danny, Danny looks like a freshman in college, and Allison yeah. Pachaka looks like a sophomore in college. They both look yes. so old, they and both also look crazy old. she's wearing like a college sweatshirt. Like, and then the where it opens, she's like, "I went and got a job." I'm like, "How old are you that you're getting a job?" <laughs> like, yeah, so let's let's talk about that next. So yeah, she gives us this whole mysterious intro. Whatever. Wait, stop, and then stop. She, wait, oh. she gives the intro. And I just wanted to say, if I have one note before we move on, she has great lips. Like, Allison Mashaka's lips are what, like, girls now today getting lip injections are going for. Just wanted to say, she started this trend. They're amazing. Continue. Okay, great. Danny also um, has massive lips, and that's why I think it looks like he's doing blue steel the whole time. They're both he does, very he, big lips. Danny has some, some stuff going on with his face in general. <laughs> She has a mysterious intro of like Danny magic, blah blah blah. blah. You were never supposed to see this, but I'm gonna show it to you now. Uh, also, and what are who are we? Like, who is is she putting this on the internet? That's what I'm saying. Is this going like, on television? I couldn't television? tell if this is like a vlog or something. It's it's, blah, blah, blah. it's it had no explanation. And then uh, she we cut. She's like, oh, I got a job at this TV firm as a producer. And then we meet like uh, Miss McAllister, who's like in charge of the show. And this show, it's a reality show that she's working on, is called The World's Greatest Kid Magician. And it's like uh, kids, uh, or sorry, kid magicians had to submit a form online by solving this puzzle and then get an entry form. And it's hosted by this man named Mystic Max. Is this guy famous? Is this person famous? He gave the air of someone that is, like, mildly famous, and we should care that he was in this movie. Yeah, he was, his name's Frank Langella. Um, he played Nixon and Frost Nixon four oh. years after this. Oh. So, he, yeah, Yeah, that's, right? like, a very famous actor. That name's very familiar. He, like, went to the Oscars and shit for that. Yeah, he got, nom- he got nominated for an Oscar for Holy Richard fuck! Nixon. He came know, from Now You See It to, or Now yeah, You See Me? What is see, it? It or I'm Me? Like, it's it. It's it. You now you, it. He came from Now You See It, hot off of that right to getting an Oscar? He Four years later, he was, or, or three, I think. I think it was 2008. You can't um, keep a bad, damn. That's magic. Yeah, that's the real that's magic, magic of this that's movie. That's the real magic. <laughs> the biggest uh, illusion of all was his Oscar exactly. nom after this. Uh, but so he is like supposed to be like the greatest magician in the world, and he's hosting the competition in the Magic Mansion, which he owns. The thing is, Allie, her name in the movie is also Allie because this yeah. channel that just they do try that sometimes. all the time. <laughs> yep. So Allie doesn't actually have a job, is the thing she says she does, and and the, and McAllister, Miss McAllister is like, this is the first show ever produced entirely by kids. Which Why again, would they ever do this? It makes I don't no know. sense. I mean, I guess because it's like a kid magician thing, so it's like board. By so kids, then the cameramen also have to be children. <laughs> I don't know, but like, I. But the thing is, is it's not a job. You're not hired. It's it's a competition that if you that you get. It's like a competition within a competition. Yeah, because if her magician doesn't perform, then like she's out as well. So she needs to have the best magician, like be producing yes. the best magician. 
But so she doesn't quickly does not make friends with anyone in the group, and she's like you know such a know it all because she knows the answers to people's questions. The classic trope of everyone hating a woman for knowing things, like she's, yeah, and they try to make her look like insufferable. I'm like she just like well, knows to, the answers to things. To be fair, she she's a little extra. Where well, like, she's laying cool. it on. She's I think they told yeah. her like be annoying, but like none of her behaviors are really that annoying. Like she just knows the answers to shit, but her inflection and like speaking voice is very yes. annoying here. Well, they're just like. The one thing is she like the Miss McAllister asks a question and she gives the answer. And she's like, "Oh, great, couldn't say it better myself." And then she's just like, "Actually, you did say it better in an interview. I memorized." Blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Okay, so I kind of get where they're going for." But then we also learn that not only is she a know-it-all, she is apparently a champion puzzle solver. I guys, <laughs> guys, 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 guys. If you have a want to watch this movie and play a drinking game with it. Take a shot every single time one of these motherfuckers says the word puzzle. You will be dead by the end of the movie. I lit. You will have to get your stomach pumped. I literally was like, why does everyone keep saying puzzle? Is this a movie about competitive puzzle solving or is it a movie about fucking magic? Because they it's, can't it's decide. A, it's, it's a movie about both magic and puzzles, Emma. Somehow they she, leave those bad It is like together. her defining character trait. And they also don't give you, like, any build-up to why that's her character trait. No. They're never like, oh, she loves solving mysteries, or, like, she loves puzzles, or, like, she was a journalist in high school and, like, likes putting pieces together. Like, they don't give yeah. you any reason why she's obsessed with reality television, why she is obsessed nope. with the word puzzle, and obsessed yep. with solving things. That's just something that's thrown at us, and we're supposed to accept it blindly. And here's a fun fact. Emma just listed off all of her characters. That's it! Puzzles, <laughs> puzzles... <laughs> TV and uh, have it and getting into this reality show competition. That's her entire character. Um, but so she uh, she reveals the answer to the puzzle because like the puzzle was like a poster and it revealed like how to find the entry form and she breaks it down. And it's a bunch First of, of all, guys, I just want to say we won't get into it, but it was a really shitty puzzle. Like I thought it was, was going to be something really neat. We're like, oh fuck yeah, that makes sense. Like the web is a website, but it is the connections are so weak. I was like, they didn't even. Yeah fucking try was this thing but but also i find it they say like a hundred people fat figured it out and entered and i was like you know someone was would figure it out and then put on like twitter like hey here's how to find the entrance exam like well, this was funny like, but this is like before twitter was it not like i don't know when was twitter this was 2005 dude, she's recording shit on literal vhs tapes yeah, so that fair. takes us back okay. a while this movie does really live in the early 2000s yes um but so and then and yeah she but then we have an interlude with her where she's like yeah you can see i don't really have any friends it's it's not my fault i'm such a know-it-all people just ask questions and i have answers and you know every time i try to be into like lip gloss and text messaging and the mall it just doesn't work out <laughs> that was a disney exec that wrote that that was like that, what a yeah. teenager's like oh texting lip yep. gloss mm-hmm. the mall <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then we, so then we learn the next step of the competition is going to be that they have to go and review. They broke the country. They break up the country into five regions, uh, as it is, and they they send a team throughout each region. One 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 child producer, one child cameraman, and then one adult supervisor. So by the way, Ellie Mashaka is now going cross country with a strange man she's never mm-hmm. met and a nerdy redhead named Cameron or whatever the fuck his name is. Cedric, actually. Cedric. And also the fact of the matter is is that, that if there's adults involved, it's not entirely produced by children. I'm exactly. just throwing that out there, people. But also he didn't really do diddly shit, that adult yeah, that was just, helping he's just him. Kinda there to, he's just kind of there to drive him around, I guess. Uh, but so then we get a montage of her, you know, seeing a bunch of crappy magicians and it's ha 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 ha, it's not funny. That it's not funny, they all suck, we get it. But the 
the purpose of this montage, besides needing to have a montage or somebody gets shot at Disney headquarters, like, uh, <laughs> the, the purpose of this montage, <laughs> the purpose of this montage is to then show that, like, she's desperate. Yes. They have one more magician, and, like, if she doesn't find a good one, she knows that she's, like, SOL basically because she wants someone that will make it to the final so she can keep um, in the competition herself. So the last guy is this fucking weirdo named Yes, Danny. this last guy is, our, is also, our other main character named Danny. First thing, she shows up to this to, to audition with Danny and she is wearing one of my favorite, again, if you're playing a Disney fashion drinking game from the early 2000s, long sleeve shirt underneath a tank top. <laughs> Emma, just just quick question. Are we doing a style corner this, this month? It's been a while. Um, basically, I, the only style corner that I want us to talk about, um, you know what, yeah, we can do a full-on style later. corner. Later? You want to put the Wait, music in? Wait, an hour later? Just do All it right. now. I'm fucking ready right, for it. here it goes. Are you ready? Here we go. Fashion is the art. Designers are the gods. Models play the part of angels in the dark. Which one of you would ever dare to go against? That beauty is a trade and everyone is paid. Fashionista. up to this house, folks, wearing a long sleeve shirt with a lace like Abercrombie cami over it. A classic Disney Channel thing that I'm still not sure anyone wore in real life. Um, but it was a way of making like tank tops modest and then like a chunky knit beanie. That was an iconic outfit. I will say, Alison Mashaga has great hair and her hair really does look fantastic this entire movie. That's one thing I cannot knock her on or knock the hair. She has really great like curly wavy hair that they like pin back and pin up in interesting ways. Um, number two, I do want to draw attention to at one point when they're back at headquarters. Um, she is literally wearing three fucking shirts. Three shirts. <laughs> yeah, what, that she has right. Did you see this? No, she has I didn't a notice. tank top and then a tube top over it and then a shrug over the top. I was like, that's too many shirts. That's way too many shirts. <laughs> that's too many shirts. Third of all, whoever was doing costumes for this clearly also had a massive boner for Alison Mashaka's hair because it is really beautiful. Yeah, and it sounds like, like you stick- have a boner for Alison Mashaka's hair. I do. I do. Her hair and her lips. But they just love sticking random shit in it. If you notice her at the whole movie, like at one point there's just chopsticks in the back of her hair. Another early 2000s beautiful thing. At one point there's just fucking flowers sticking out of it, sticking out of the side. There's like gems hanging from it. Like they were just taking shit out of a Michaels and dropping it into her hair and like pinning it in there. That was one of their favorite things. And then last thing I'm going to jump on Oh, I'm going to jump on two more things. She at one point wears a massive butterfly necklace for like seven straight scenes. And that made me chuckle. That's all. (laughs) Last thing, I am surprised with how scantily clad she is in the very last scene. That Disney let that fucking fly. She's supposed to be like his magician's assistant. And she is wearing barely any clothes. But keep in mind, she does still have a flower in her hair because they cannot let that go. Mm -mm. But she's practically naked for Disney Channel, given how she's been in long sleeve shirts the rest of the movie. It was shocking to watch. But that's it. Okay. That's Dial Corner. Thank you very much, Emma. It's oh, been- and one oh, more thing. Damn it. One more thing. One more thing. Sorry, guys. I was <sighs> being I was being rude to the opposite gender. Didn't touch a second on Danny. Never seen a man wear any more fucking jewelry in my life. He wears <laughs> bracelets. That is true. Well, no, hang on. Johnny Depp wears a lot of bracelets, first of all. Can't- he is coming for Johnny Depp's <laughs> crown. Johnny Depp, pack your bags. You're over. Because Danny from this shitty movie is literally wearing six leather bracelets, massive medallions yeah, at medallions. all times. He's wearing more jewelry than a Hollister employee in 2003. It is wild. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you. That's it. And that's it. That's, 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 that's gender close. equality, folks. Um, okay, so she rolls up to Danny's house in her outfit that I was talking about. I've already escaped that from my mind. I've already expunged that from my mind. And they're like, oh, you know, this is our last guy. I really hope it's gonna work out. And then his parents come out, and it's, I don't... Why are they so creepy? Why are they actually, so creepy? I actually have a theory about this. Um, <laughs> and it's, and I feel, listen, just let me... Before you give the theory, let me describe it. This parents come out of the house like children of the corn. First of all, Danny is up in a window, like, looking down on that, like, looking that down very, on them getting out of their car. very, children of the corn. Like, creepy fucking Chucky, like, sitting up in a room, staring down at his victims. And the parents, like, come out all quietly, and they're like, Hey, like, we're so happy to have you here. Like, this just means so much to me. And there's a lot of, like, really pregnant long pauses where you feel mm-hmm. like, are they going to murder them? And, like, and they're like, all right, come on in. Like, so happy. To have, like, they're so, like, quiet and creepy. Yeah, I didn't understand why they gave them this uh, camera direction. And what's your theory? My theory is, I feel like I've expounded upon, I've said this about in some other movie review, is that this film takes place in the Halloween Town universe. Hear me <laughs> out. Because if you think about it, it's highly unlikely that Gwen is the only person from Halloween Town to ever chill in the mortal world or whatever. And uh, we learn later that like having magical powers is a thing that happens very rarely in this world. So I'm saying... That I think like every, like one or two witches or wizards got sick of Halloween Town, left, and then just like their magic has like carried on throughout their lineage or something like that. So I'm saying that I. So think- you saying that he's secretly related to the old guy to Frost Nixon? No, 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 no. I'm saying that I think the parents are like fr- either okay, either this this is one of two things, either my lineage thing or the parents are from Halloween Town. And that's why they're so awkward and creepy in the real world. I think uh, that these parents are made out of frogs. Like that fucking guy. That's why they that's, don't know how to act human. Because they're made out of you, frogs. And that you hit the nail on the head. You're right. That's, your theory is better than both of mine. <laughs> they're definitely frog golems. That's uh, the only logical explanation. I feel, like, I feel like that should be just a blanket in every Disney Channel original movie we watch now. Where it's like, it's Prozac's kind of weird. They're probably a golem of frogs. Probably just fucking yeah. made out of frogs. They're a bunch yep. of frogs sewn together. But so they they go up to Danny's room to see his trick, and he's trying to do this thing. He's inflating a very large balloon, and he's like, try, he's supposed to. What he's supposed to do is he's supposed to pop the balloon, and a dove flies out, and it doesn't work a bunch of times. And then like they're like, all right, you know, we're good. It's fine, man. You didn't do it. And he's like, listen, I can do this. All right. He straight up starts acting like a drug tweaker who you've taken yeah. their supply away. Like he mm-hmm. snaps on her so fast. First of all, maybe don't scream at the people who are trying to help you, fuckface, because she was being super nice and was, like, giving him all of these chances to try it. And I also want to read you some dialogue that I wrote down here. Keep in mind, people, these folks have just met. They have no relationship nope. outside of this. He does the trick a million times, and he, like, tweaks out on her and is like, just, I know I can do this. And she's like, oh, okay. And she just goes really softly, this really matters to you. Huh? <laughs> and then he looks at her, does blue steel, does blue steel, and his purse is his More than and you goes, could possibly imagine. <laughs> More than you could possibly imagine. And then it's like silent. And it is the weirdest 
few moments of this movie. And here's the here's the other thing. And also, you're so Allie's whole thing is she needs someone to get her into this show because she really really cares about it. She wants to make it to the finals. It is never really explained why Danny is desperate to get into this show. That's like my second note. Why does he care about this show? Especially as we reveal later. Spoiler alert, guys. He's an actual fucking sorcerer. Why does he need to be on the magician show if he's a real sorcerer? It's not like he really wants to be a magician. I like, like, it's kind of implied that he wants to get into the Magic Mansion to do, like, research and see if he can find out stuff about himself. But it doesn't go anywhere. Like, he's not, But he you know, also, like, but he also doesn't really want to be discovered. He doesn't want to be, like, yeah. a lab writer or a freak, which, like, he's volunteering to go do magic on reality television. Yeah, he's, it's, it's a, it's a bad plan. And I don't, <laughs> it's, and I don't understand... But he's, he's like, begging for it. He's like, listen, I need this. You don't understand. This is me. This is real. This is who I want to be. Um, and uh, so it doesn't work. And then they pack up and leave. And they're like, sorry, man, whatever. Um, and then this is another thing I remembered very clearly from the film. Is that they go to open their trunk. And they open I up. I didn't and remember just, a second of this film. Oh, I remembered, like, a bunch of stuff. And then they open the trunk. And then just a bunch of doves fly out. And they're like, whoa, that's crazy. How could he do that? Like, it was all a bit. Like, he actually could do the trick. But he blew our minds even more because he made the doves come out of our locked car. Crazy. They put a lot of emphasis on the fact that the car was locked, FYI. Yeah, they literally zoom in. And then you hear yeah. that, like, the beep of you see yeah. him clicking the keys. Frank, whatever his name is, the adult that Paul. can drive. Paul. Um, and uh, why don't I, I just made up other names for everyone in this uh, I thought that guy's name was Frank. I think that the cameraman's name is Cameron. <laughs> oh, I just realized that I think his name's Cameron because he's a cameraman. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm so stupid. Uh, but so they then it cuts to them back at HQ showing the footage uh, to McAllister and Max and everybody else. Who the fuck is McAllister? The woman in charge. Oh, okay. And you really didn't pick up any names from this movie. I <laughs> Not swear. a single one. Um, Not and then, one. And so they show this footage and like, oh man, this is crazy. So cool. Um, and then this this guy whose name I think is like Hunter, I think is the dickhole's name. Oh, that one with the super bleach blonde hair Backstreet Boy oh, yeah, wannabe? With, with, the, with, with the frosted tips, yeah. Yes. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, all right. So this so this other producer whose name is Hunter, the guy who's got it out for Allie, is immediately like, you know what? This, this is like is her fake. rival producer. He hated yeah. her from the get because she was a know-it-all. Yeah. And he now he's just trying to tear her down because he's yeah, trying to stifle he's... an independent woman. Yeah, it's, but here's the thing, is that he's just like, immediately, this is fake, you worked with him to set those doves up, there's no way he could pull off a trick that cool, and I'm like, dude, you don't know, like, what are you talking about? Like, he's and, a producer, though, like, how much does he fucking know about magic that he immediately yeah, knows that also, that's impossible? And also, he's trying to discredit his opponent, which should make everybody think, like, yeah, sure, whatever, Hunter. But the thing is, everyone takes him seriously. They're like, oh, you know, he's got a point, like, that could have happened. And it's like, there's no evidence that it did happen, but everyone is like, mm, I don't know, could have been the real deal, could have could have colluded and then uh <laughs> there could and be then, collusion and, yeah, and then they talk to paul and he's like no nah, i think he's the real deal and then they're like all right cool so then it cuts to them on a train car coming to the magic man all right i have a big all issue right. with that why the fuck are they on an antique trolley and why is this city have so many antique trolleys and I actually got an answer for you what what uh, I believe we are. We were trying. This is a lot, kind of a lot like you wish, where we didn't know where it was taking place, and then we saw like streetcars, and we were like, and for the shots of the city, kind of made it look like it was San Francisco. I think at the very least, this film was shot in New Orleans, where they would have what? that kind of thing. 
Yeah, because it said... I, I did not think we were in New Orleans. I checked the... I was looking through the credits, and at the end it said casting in New Orleans. And I was like, that's where we were supposed to be? But it was also so bizarre because it made it look like antique trolley was the only mode of transportation. Because that's the only way that yes, they get in and out of this mansion. And But then at one, there's one shot of the antique trolley like sitting there waiting for Ali Machaca to get on it. And mm-hmm. then a fucking Ford Taurus just drives around. <laughs> Which really takes you out of this magical universe they're trying to create with these trolleys. Yes, but I, I'm just saying, I think that's where we're supposed to be. And New okay. Orleans is a city that would have this kind of trolley. Okay, okay, I mean, okay. I don't know, I've never been in New Orleans, but whatever. Um, so then they should come to this magic mansion. Which is basically busted-ass Hogwarts for anybody at home wondering. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like every trick ever performed by every... Well, also, on the train, she's giving him a bunch of pointers about like how to get more to- airtime on reality TV. And whatnot, and he's super uninterested. And she immediately, this is where we first get the fin. She thinks that they're like best friends now for some reason, even though he clearly hates this woman. Oh, he and visibly dislikes her. Yes, There's visible hatred for her. Yes. But then, so they come to the mansion, and Max is like, oh, every magical secret is, of, is hidden here in these halls, and they're all available to you for whatever you may need throughout the competition. And so, uh, get some rest tonight, we'll do the first thing tomorrow morning. But it's also, there's a whole other plot line of, like, this mansion being the mansion that, like, this oh, yeah. ma- old Max guy, like, Max is, like, the old, ma- like, storied magician who I guess, yeah. like, runs this mansion now, Frost Nixon guy, like, the mm-hmm. very famous actor, like, he's now running this mansion, but I guess it used to belong to his mentor, DeMilo something. Antonio DeMilo. Antonio DeMilo, who was like his mentor as like a magician. Mm-hmm. And he now took it over. But it used to be closed for a really long time. Remember that? Oh, it was no, like I shut down. That. Or like few people have ever been allowed inside. It used to be very private. So it's like a big, this is the thing that I think we're supposed to care about Danny's motivation. Like I think, cause like, yeah. it's very hard to get inside here, I guess. Cause like the guy was eccentric or whatever. So like, sure. busted ass Hogwarts is very exclusive. But also the thing is, is that the mansion is not just populated by these kids. It's also just a bunch of people just doing magic in like corn- Why corners of rooms. Why are people just running around? I, the, when I first realized that there was only three finalists, I was floored. Yeah, okay. That was the most shocking part of this because there's other random kids doing magic everywhere. Yeah, you're right. We need to talk about that. So the thing is, they said in the beginning, they were like, we're sending you to five regions. Each of you come back with a kid and then there'll be three finalists. If if one of your kid's in the finals, then you make it till the end. So what I thought that meant is it was going to be five kids and then they were going to do challenges and they were going to lose two and then like there was going to be a final three. No. there is Yes, because there was five regions. Why wouldn't there be five people that got there and then they whittle it down? That's what I'm saying. But no, they just didn't pick two of the kids from the two regions and it's three kids. Who wants to watch a competition between three people? I don't fucking know. Not me. I didn't want to watch it and I was there. Right, but but you're right. I did kind of skip that. So there's a girl who is entirely unimportant to the plot. She has like five lines. And then we meet like the rival producer of Allie, of course, brings Danny's rival magician, whose name is Brandon, who is uh, all about showman. He's like always wearing like a full suit and like gloves. That is like... something that I wish should have mentioned in my fashion corner. Oh, because God. Brandon Ross's outfits in these things are fucking insane. He loves a goddamn pussy bow blouse like I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Like everything is like these elaborate blouses with like flouncy sleeves. He's always like covered in sequins. There's one point where he has. There, like, there is sequin emergency. sequin emergency. Yes, I loved the sequin emergency. He's all about the flair. Right. And so uh, then he sends them all to their rooms for the night. Competition starts tomorrow. This competition is supposed to take place over the course of a week. 
um, which I find impossible. Given it felt like I, this was seven weeks. I felt like we were <laughs> in this mansion for years. Uh, but so they go up to the rooms and then Allie's like, listen, I'm going to be on you like white on rice. You, <laughs> you and me, Danny, we need to work this out together. Like, I want to get you the most airtime. I want to make it through to as far as possible. Like, we can do this. We can win this. And he's like, yeah, no, I hate you. Don't talk don't to me. He's trying to like lock himself in his room, basically. And then there's this really weird moment where she like, she has his hand, her hand on his door and then is like, listen, I'm not letting you, but and then he's like, okay, I get it. How about we do a team cheer? No, Go she's like, team. we're, she's like, we're a team. And he goes, okay, yeah, right. We're a team. Let's do a team cheer. Go team go and then shuts the door and, and like that's, slams his door and his door in her face and the cameraman Cedric starts laughing like that was I'm, a funny joke I was like it's not I'm, no see what I thought he was trying to do was get her to like raise her hands so that he could shut the door on her but then he just shuts it anyway without any indication that she put, took her hand off the door like it, I was like what is ha- what just happened I don't know I was also just really laughing at his his like brooding like there's a, like this is like him showing his like he doesn't want to talk and be friends with her because he's different and he's brooding and there's a really great line in here that's like there's things about me you're not going to understand no matter how much we talk the fuck (laughs) (laughs) he he is so incredibly intense and like she just keeps trying i'm like girl who even would want to talk to this fucker he's so annoying exactly yeah he's he's very much ali machaga is a little annoying but it's her character so it works he is not a great protagonist um and so we cut to the next morning, and this is the first challenge of the competition. And it, admittedly, it's kind of a neat one, where he gives them five household objects, and he says, you can use all of them, or, or just a couple of them, and we want you to perform a trick, and we'll give you a half hour. Go. I feel like this would be really hard. <laughs> I was like, this seems hard. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, like, if they were making a reality show about magicians, this is the kind of thing I would want. Just like, here, make some make a trick out of this. And so it's like a fish tank, a broom, a basketball, rope, and a bed sheet. And, uh, the girl does her trick and it's just like making the ball like levitate under the bed sheet, spin around her. Brand, uh, then Danny goes up and Max like gives them a card with a number value on it, like out of 10, like rating their, their trick. Also, somebody had a boner in the Disney Studios for a new visual effect they got where they can make the oh, card yeah. float yeah, out of, they the, use float that out of Max's hand and float towards the screen. They love yeah, that. Yeah, here's that. We should just say this is like, I feel like they got actual magicians to do some of this stuff. Like, there is some obvious, like, sleight-of-hand nonsense, but a lot of it, they're just like, now nah, we'll just do crappy special effects. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's very, very in and out with the actual magic. Yes. And then Brand- no, Danny goes up, and he, he and Allie asks him, like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take all five of these things, and I'm going to just put the bedsheet over them. I'm going to make them disappear. That's my plan. And I was like... I feel like that's not very creative, Danny. It's the whole not. Point, the whole point is you're supposed to think in creative ways, but okay, just make something disappear. Cool. And then he pulls the sheet up and then drops it. And then... Okay, you're missing, oh, so, sorry, you're missing yeah, a beat that is essential to this. Is yes. that Hunter, the rival producer, goes, yeah. there's not a snowball's... He doesn't say hell, right? There's not a snowball's chance in you know where that <laughs> happened. <laughs> I knew they didn't say hell, but I couldn't figure out how they didn't say it. Yeah, but didn't yes. even get, didn't even, couldn't even do the H-E double hockey sticks or something. Yes. And so he holds the sheet up and he drops it and nothing has disappeared. What's happening is the broom is sitting upright in the fish tank with the rope uh, tied to the top and the basketball spinning around it. Um, and in the tank, there's a bunch of white stuff 
And he's like, whoa. And Danny's like, whoa, this is what I wanted to do. Everyone's like, whoa, what a crazy trick. And then he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. And he's like, oh, check it out. It's like real snow. Hey, Hunter. And then he throws a snowball at him because he was being a dick. And then Hunter is like, hey, wait, you said we could only use these five objects. And he used this. Like, he's never seen snow before. It's yeah. Like, it's, like, they, yes. like, it's obviously snow, dumbass. Why does he say it like yeah. that? And he's like, and then... And so he's like, so this shouldn't count. And then Allie is like, that's so wrong. He just did the the coolest trick ever. And then I was like, it's also uh, not that cool. No, but also I was like, um, no, he's absolutely right. Why are you treating him like he's an insane person? Danny absolutely just broke the rules. And then Max is like, yeah, he's got a point. Shut your face, Machaka. Uh, you get a three because <laughs> you broke the rules, dumbass. And then Brandon goes up and he's like, I need an assistant. And then Max is like, use Danny. Which I feel like you can't make competitors help each other. I feel like that's a conflict of interest. It happens Uh, multiple times. It does. That's not a rule in this universe. That's the thing. I thought Max was just like the host of the thing. But also he could just like say, do whatever he wants. He is literally the all-powerful grand warlock of this competition. Exactly. Um, and he, and so he's like, all right, I call this trick (laughs) the clean sweep. And he takes a broom and he's standing, he's like, all right, Danny, hold up the sheet. And he's like, okay. And he's like, all right, so you can't see him behind the sheet. And he goes, all right, get ready. And he stops talking. And then Danny drops the sheet, and then he's disappeared, guys. What? What a crazy trick. And then it cuts over, and he's on, like, a, a spinning wheel. Like, you know those things that, like, when, like you tie with Yes, or that you throw, throw knives at in, yeah. like, an old side Which show. I'd like to point out, it's not magic. It's knife throwing. It has throwing. nothing to do with magicians, and I don't know nope. why there would be one in the magic oh, castle. Oh, also, we skipped over this, but you'll hear it at the break, listeners, but when the girl does her trick, they play a cover of Do You Believe in Magic by Ali Song by Ali Mashaka. Is it, oh, was it Ali and Aj or is it just Ali Mashaka? I assumed it was both of them. I, fig- I figured oh, they were kind I, of I, deal, I didn't but. know. I didn't know. But it, it's it's also good. It's a bop. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear it at the break. Uh, and so then everyone's like, whoa, that's crazy. He made him whole self disappear. Awesome trick, dude. And then Max gives him a 10, which rockets him in the first place. And then also, but every so much is like being a big trick, but I'm just like, again, he just kind of disappeared. Like, that's not a crazy, cool, inventive thing. No, and it has nothing to do with the prop. Yeah, and like, I get it. Like, the reappearing on the wheel is cool, but I'm saying, like, that has nothing to do with your broom or whatever. Like, it's, it's just a, it's a dumb thing. But so then I think it cuts to that night and he says, all right, great job, everybody, today. Here's your next thing. I'm going to give you a wand. It has the name of a magician on it. You need to perform their most famous trick, which I thought was a bit of a leap. I was like, these are children and you're asking them to perform the tricks. Also, okay, so just a heads up, Brandon, what's her face, cute girl that I'm still not sure of her name. They both get wands with people where no one's going to care about. It's irrelevant. They give fucking Danny Harry Houdini, whose tricks are, you. I was like, are they going to make him like lock himself up and put him in a tank of water or some shit? Like, I, I was kind of hoping they were going to do like a milk barrel escape or something. Like Harry Houdini's tricks are dangerous. Like who, I hope his parents signed a waiver. Yeah. It's it yeah it's very strange. Well, then we cut to uh, Allie trying to find Danny and because every, everyone's like you know doing research trying to figure out what to do for the like trick. They're like practicing and, magic. And again and, and again we see just library. a bunch. And again we see just a bunch of random people just doing magic in corners like it just other Hogwarts sense. students running yeah. around. We don't know who these people are because they're not in the competition. <laughs> She's like, oh good, you're doing some research about your thing. And he's like, no, nah, I got the Houdini stuff down. I'm trying to do some research about. Uh, the Magic Mansion, because I heard there were all these secret tunnels and whatnot, and I want to find them. Doesn't say why. Uh, but so then she took, takes one look at the stack of books and it's like, hey, it's some a puzzle. Books, <laughs> yeah, some of these books have a seal and some of them don't. 
So get all the it's books a and seal, and they just and it's like I think you got your puzzle pieces, friend. And <sighs> they start to, to assemble them and in, into like a little fort formation, and then it's like got a snake, two snakes meeting at the middle of a. a so crest. they're trying to line up the binding to like reveal an image, basically, and the image that is yeah. revealed is two snakes like about to give each other a little kissy kissy time. <laughs> you mean a little hissy hissy? Time. Hissy. <laughs> Um, and then so over crest. and then he's like, oh, I've seen this before. Oh, and he pulls out a map, and it's like, yep, there's this exact symbol exactly on the map. Also, uh, like, maybe show us that symbol before. Like, just yeah. not to not be completely lazy movie making, like, maybe have the seal be something we see when we enter the castle. I don't know. Just, like, something. But something so then, that would make this come full circle at all. Right. And then they go down into the catacombs of this mansion, which is just, like, clearly, like, the catacombs of, like, some theater in New Orleans or something. Like, it doesn't look any, like anything special. And then there's, like, oh, here's the symbol, and it's on, like, a, a, a iron cage, on, like, a slab of stone. Yeah, and then it says, like, in Latin, underneath the snakes, it says, like, you who read books find the answer. And then she's like, I'm thinking it's a misdirection. And he's like, I'm thinking the same thing. Because that's the whole thing. That's a, that's a whole thing in the movie is misdirection because magicians use misdirection. But, about. but was it really a misdirection? It's directly underneath the thing they needed to turn, and it well, was because, about books. Well, so. because I, I think the implication that it was supposed to be like, oh, you have to go back and read the books to figure out how to open it or something. I don't know. Um, but then they do this thing where it's like, how do you read the book? You turn the pages! And, and, and they, they turn something. They turn the crest, which has a book on it. And also, then, like, Cedric a is a little bitch, and I'm sick of mm-hmm. listening to him whine. What do you think is going to happen, dude? They're trying to go to a library. They pulled Cedric straight off 8th grade, grade theater, because he is not good. <laughs> he is just like, uh, I'm kind of claustrophobic. Did I mention that I'm really claustrophobic? I'm like, shut up, Cedric. Jesus, this something interesting is finally happening in this movie. Can you shut the fuck up and stop ruining it? Guys, guess what? It's not going to have any bearing on what happens later. 0.0 bearing on the Entirely, like, irrelevant. Um, and then it opens a door, and then they, like, squeeze through this, and then they find, like, this giant safe wall, and then Danny just starts turning knobs and stuff. This and was bad shit. Did you, catch, did you catch this? Oh, I caught this, because he opens the safe, and then she goes, how did you know how to do that? And he goes, a lot of practice. I guess he could crack safes and now. And cracking safes? That is, I literally screamed at that part. She was like, how did you do that? A lot of practice. So you're an expert safe cracker now? Emma, quick poll. Were the magicians in Now You See Me, did they safe crack at all? You know my memory of things isn't great. I think they do safe crack in Now You See Me. Why do people think magicians are safe crackers? But they also, like, weren't really magicians in that movie. They're, like, thieves. They're, like, expert safe crackers because they're, like, thieves. That's the whole thing. They're, like, thieves. Okay, whatever. But he, yeah, apparently... Being a magician means you can just crack safes. Who cares? And it opens this tiny little hole in the wall. They have to climb through. And they're like, we found DeMilo's secret library. Um, and it's like all golden and stuff. And it's got and all like, the candles. I, it's very Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, the candles are still lit, which I don't know how that worked. Also, When's the last the, time they were lit? <laughs> also, I want to see this movie's candle budget. Because there's candles everywhere in this film. Yes. Um, and then they just walk in, and he's like, oh, books, cool, cool. And then Cedric is just like, hey, guys, what's this? And he touches a pedestal. And then they freaking teleport what out of the room. was that? And they do this weird effect where it's like rainbows flashing across the screen. I literally wrote down these graphics are wild. Somebody discovered, like, a graphic where you can make, like, a twisty, turny rainbow, and then a top hat will yep, fly out hat, from the, the middle of the picture and, like, spin at you like a Frisbee almost. And mm-hmm. they use that graphic. 
roughly three times in this movie. Yep. And then they all land face first on the floor of the big library where they were earlier. And then no one decides to ask any questions about the fact that they just teleported. At this, and that is crazy because at that, I didn't think about it until you just brought that up, Luke. But, like, if you think about it in the context of, like, this movie, like, at this point, like, nobody has come to the conclusion that magic is real. Except for, no. like, except for, like, the Danny's secret isn't out yet. So, like, feasibly, Cedric and Ali Machaka just teleported and, like, didn't question it. Because nope. they, magic is there, so they, fake. They, well, there also is, we skipped over it, but there's a point where after Brandon transports onto the wheel, they sneak into the theater at night to try and find the trap door that he used. And then Brandon and Hunter also do it, because they don't know how they did it. And then, like, Paul looks down at them being like, hmm, children are discovering secrets. <laughs> um, but so they like they, they I think they I think we're supposed to think that they just sort of like yep it's magic mansion like anything can happen who knows um, okay. but so then then we cut they have to get to the competition for the second event and so the girl um, I feel bad not saying her name but she's entirely unimportant she's barely a character she really doesn't have any bearing this is not a sexist thing we literally yeah. just she just is not important guys continue she yeah she pulls a rabbit out of her hat out of a hat and I looked it up that her guy Herman or whatever his name was. Uh, was not the first to pull a rabbit out of the hat. Do a Google. They uh, didn't even fact check that. No, I, I. It did say that he he did it. Like it wasn't like he, he like he it, he would do it in his show. Pull a rabbit out of hat. But I looked it up and he was not the first person to do it. She, like she says he is. She says he's the first oh, guy. Oh Disney, it. come on. Yeah, co- quick <laughs> do Google a little bit it. more. Quick Google Just get one somebody to Google it. Get an yeah. intern to and Google it. And then Brandon it. Brandon does the levitating light bulb thing, which actually that was true. I did look that up. He was his guy Blackstone was known for that. That was pretty sick too i kind of like that trick. I, I really i really hope we don't have any magician listeners who are just like eating gonna us alive rip us to because we don't, we don't know anything about magicians oh i'm sorry i don't know enough about magic one incredibly niche thing yeah. and then danny gets up to do his trick and he's like okay harry houdini was known of course for his escapes um but i'm not gonna do that because this is a kid's movie uh, but he was all, one of his greatest illusions at the time was known for making an elephant was disappear. Was this real? I've never heard I, of this. I actually didn't look it up. I just took it at face value as being real, but now that you said that the rabbit thing is wrong, I'm kind of like, was that yeah, even a thing? Yeah, hang on. Yes, he did make an elephant disappear. He did do that. Okay. Okay, right. that tracks. I googled it. Um, and so then he's like, so meet my elephant. And he got Brandon and Hunter dressed up in like a dumb elephant costume. Why did they volunteer to do this? I guess they had to, because like, it's the same rules where it's like, I needed, he told Max, I need an assistant or whatever. I don't know. These Um, are his enemies. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be like payback at them. But, um, Brandon says, I know I'm dressed like an elephant, but I feel like a horse's behind. Instead of a horse's ass. Why do they yeah. love just changing sweary phrases in this? Like, just say something yeah, different. Yeah. But here's the thing, is that, so he's like, I'm going to make this thing disappear. So I'm going to hold this sheet up, or he's going to close this curtain. It's a curtain, not a sheet. Close the curtain, and then he's like, now, watch this elephant. And then all of a sudden you hear, yeah, and like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and screaming, the, like really loud yeah. screaming. And then it opens the curtain, and then Brandon is sitting on top of a mechanical bull, which is not a horse. Want to point that out right now? Yeah, it's a bull. That's it's in a the bull, name. Not not a mechanic, not a horse behind in any way, shape, or form. And he, so like, okay, here's the thing <laughs> with this: is that okay? We yeah, we know. No one in the thing knows. We know. Danny's magic. I get it. But like, magic throughout the rest of this is just like you know, making stuff move and levitate. He made a a mechanical <laughs> bull. 
out of nothing. He out literally of materialized nothing. something out of nothing. He alchemy, baby. Which like, even it, which even in the um world of Harry Potter is not possible due to the yeah. laws of you can't create you can transfigure things, but you can't pull something out of the it's ether, the, which is basically it, what he it's did. It's a law it's a law of equivalent exchange. You can't create one cannot create something out of nothing. Something of equal value must be given. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it wasn't even like a statue or something, you know, like just a hunk of rock. It was it mechanically intricate kit like h- how do you just it also make just that didn't happen? make that much sense like the horses no. comment also just doesn't <laughs> make saying. sense with him conjuring a, a mechanical bull it doesn't it doesn't make any sense i think someone wrote that and was like okay what's he gonna make and then it's like oh well, he's gonna make a horse and then they're gonna be on top of a horse and it's like well, no we can't afford a horse you realize how much animal trainers cost like we can't do that oh he's i like, guess oh. you're right maybe that was a cost cut yeah um and so then it cuts to Danny being like grilled by everyone being like, how did you do it, Danny? How did you, we all want to know how you did it. And Allie's like, huh, good magician never reveals the tricks. No one addresses the fact that he didn't do the trick right. Also, no one addresses the fact that a hunter and Brandon were like on the bull. So like they would feasibly see how it happened from behind yeah, that curtain. Yeah, they'd see something. And they just materialized on top of it. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, that doesn't track really. But so then, uh, Hunter especially is like, how did you do it? Like, there's no way you could have pulled that off, but blah, 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 And then they're like, I'm not going to tell you. And then he's like, all right, we need to face facts. I think Danny has magical powers. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. You're just going <laughs> to... We're doing this right now. Also, I was like, wow, there's still a lot of this movie left to go. And we're already yeah. saying he has magical powers? Well, no, not just fact. I just, like, I feel like this... I, like, I couldn't... If, if this had happened to me, like, I was in Hunter's shoes, I would maybe say this to Brandon. Like off, but to not the to side. everyone. Not okay. to everyone. Like I would have been like, dude, I like I was on that thing. It just appeared underneath us. Like I think something's going on with this guy. He's got to be have something more up his sleeve. Not just be like, Danny's magic. Magic is real. He's totally <laughs> like he says. He says uh, there's a lot of things we can't explain, like ESP and blah blah. And then there's a, a joke we need to address. Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> Cedric says we can't explain Donald Trump's hair. I was like, oh, that doesn't just gonna, feel good. Leave that back in 2005. Where it was funny and cute. (laughs) Not way more weighted now. Um, I will say, though, I think you are right. That, like, that was really bold move, Hunter. Like, let's see if this pays off. Like, I would also think, before I would jump right to, like, before I would jump to, like, magic is real, I'd be like, oh, I'm experiencing a mental break. I should be hospitalized. And so Danny's like, what do you want me to say? I don't know how these things happen. They just do. Like, blah, blah, blah. And Max walks in and he's like, yeah, all right, bullshit. Listen, um, I, there always have been magicians who say they actually have magical powers and they defame our trade. So I'm going to get a panel together of people and we will determine whether or not... First of all, he congratulates Danny because he's like, great move. This is something magicians have always done to throw suspicion off themselves. I really think... This is a good idea. Also, you're a piece of garbage. You're trying to defame my craft. Yeah, I hate what? you. It, it it's went a quick from turn. hot to quick cold turn. really fast. And also, like, this just felt like such a weird twist for this movie to take. Like, now there's a yeah. panel, and we have to, the panel is going to decide if he's magic or and not. And also, and yeah, I mean, I wrote down, I was like, why is this the priority? You're in the middle of a competition. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Don't they have, like, schedules to film this shit? I, I guess. I, I don't know. They just stop. But so he asked Danny, he's like, all right, Mr. Magic, like, you want to do this? And uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to break real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about with uh, the, panel. the panel, the panel, and then and here's what I'm gonna say: we're gonna come back, and then the actual movie is gonna start. Pretty much everything else up to this point 
has not been important to how, like, the plot of this film. Oh, yeah, I the movie has sounds, just started, folks. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, because it's been, like, an hour of us talking and, like, mm, 45 minutes of movie time, I think. Yeah, but, oh, like... The movie really starts about 20 minutes to the, close to the end. No, yeah, this, yeah, this, everything now is just set up. This is where the actual plot starts. So, now you hear us. Now you don't. Slide of plot to happen. Yes, it all happens. It all happens now, folks. So Allie is looking for Danny, and she can't find him for the panel. And then she goes down to the secret library, and he's just chilling in there, you know, <laughs> reading books or whatever. Again, we don't understand what he's looking for. What he's, what he's looking for. He has never given all. us a hint of his motivations, and none whatsoever. Well, he, he says he doesn't want to go out there because he says he doesn't want to go out there because if I go out there and they prove I'm a fake then I'll just look like an idiot. And they go out there, and then I prove that I actually have magic powers, that I'm going to be poked and pried on some government table. And then she's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, do you know do you know what great TV this is making? And then he's like, um, I don't care about that. This and is she's still like, wait, you don't really believe this. She thought he was yeah. just doing it for, like, attention and screen time. Right, and I actually, I did kind of like this dichotomy. This was, like, the one thing where I was like, this is an interesting relationship, where she... Clearly doesn't care that much about Danny right now. She only cares about what good TV this is. Yeah, like she she's shown that she wants to care about Danny, but she's just like, oh man, this is great TV. That's all I care about, which is kind of neat. And he gives this whole really long speech about like, oh, I was looking at the skateboard and it appeared on my feet, and this guy was bullying me, and then so I teleported him into a tree, like all this stuff. And listen, if you thought this good dude's acting was rough before, when it's just like five minutes of just him talking directly oh, on his face, he's just it like really trying. Falls it's apart. like someone told him to look brooding, and like he, that's the only direction he took. He just sounds so gruff, and like keeps doing the blue steel face, and just like you don't understand me. Nobody understands me. All I feel is alone all the time. Angst, angst, angst. <laughs> like it's just like so one note. It's like really boring to watch. It's it's bad. And so she kind of, like, starts to believe him a little bit, where she's like, okay, you believe your magic, but, like, then you should really go out there, because then they might actually, you know, prove your magic, and you can learn, and blah, 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 It's like, you should go out there. You got nothing to lose. At worst case scenario, you go back to being normal. And he's like, fine. So then he's like, okay, so Max got two scientists who are experts at disproving paranormal activity, and then a psychic, 
which I was like, first of all, Max said he's the president of the International Skeptics, Skeptics Club, S- which is S- apparently society. a thing in this universe. Which is a thing, but then if you're putting together a panel to prove whether or not somebody has magical powers, it seems a little uh, counterintuitive to put someone on the Well, they said the they gave it a line where they was like, just to not be totally biased against the supernatural, that's why they threw in the psychic. Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like that's something Max wouldn't do if he's a skeptic. But I well, as we know, he's not a skeptic, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get there. And so then they're like, all right, so how long have you had powers? And he's like, ah, since I was about 13. And then she, uh, the madam, whatever, she's she's a very stereotypical fortune teller. Um, this like, is dumb. Oh, we don't uh, need to get to the Q&A. Basically yeah. what happens, he's getting grilled by these people. Yeah, he's yeah. like, they don't believe him. And then the psychic really is into him and vibing him and is like, focus, like control. Is trying to basically teach him how to control his powers, which is clearly like the problem is that he mm-hmm. doesn't, he can't control what he makes appear and disappear and whatever. And he starts levitating. Like mm-hmm. off of the chair, and everyone's like, "Whoa, totally sick!" And then Max, and then Max just walks up and shoves him back down, <laughs> and is like, it's "Like, take a tea, take a seat. Listen, you little son of a bitch. Like, I, I know what you're trying to do here. Uh, this is you're not floating. It's a magic trick. I get it. This is a chair. There's a chair invented by this guy who probably doesn't exist. I don't know. I didn't look it up. Fast forward uh, through this explanation because yeah, it is yeah, long yeah, and dumb. Basically, he says this is a trick chair. The chair. It gives the illusion you're levitating by some kind of plate in it or whatever. It doesn't. I'm not sure if in the world of the film if this is actually true. If I don't know either. Set him set him up by putting this chair out for him to sit in and then making the levitation happen, or if Max. Because all right, we'll just say it now, guys. Max is magic too. Max is also uh, a sorcerer. Max is also a sorcerer, and so I I couldn't tell if like he put this chair out. We're like either way. I'll, I can disprove him. If he does do magic, then I can just say it's the chair. If he can't do anything, I'll just act like How would he know then... that he would levitate? What I, I mean, actually thought point. happened, what I actually thought happened, in my mind, because I'm trying to make this film better than it actually is, I thought that Max levitated him. That's true. I know, I can see that. Because that would, like, that would control the kind of magic that would be happening, and then he would, knew, right. he would know exactly how to disprove it, so he could, like out him for being a phony yes so the max basically set this whole thing up and but the thing is is you'd think that mean yeah you're not really you're not really paranormal whatever you're out of the competition because you caused all this mess no there's no consequences instead he's just like yeah this is a really clever thing you did you're a clever trickster they use the word trickster like six times yeah, and then everyone just starts clapping, and I was like, wait, is no one mad? Like, he I lied to all of you. Hunter just experienced yeah. a mental break. Like, I, I don't understand I, I don't, I felt like this was going somewhere, but nope, once again, doesn't go anywhere. Also, was it, did Max play Frost or Nixon? Was he Nixon? I believe he, he was Nixon, yeah. That tracks. He's a shady motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. And so Allie catches up with Danny as he walks away, and she's like, oh, you know, you really... Can't, like, you really got me with all that stuff about, like, uh, thinking you were magic and, like, all this emotional crap. Like, you you kind of lied to me. Like, you're being kind of a dick about it. And he's like, all that stuff, that was real. Like, I was being honest. I, I think she's like, you're being kind of a me. dick. I'm like, he's been yeah. being a dick since scene one. Act one, scene one. Like, he's always and a dick. He, yeah, but to me, to his credit, he's like, this, is, this has nothing to do with you. This is, like, my life. And I was like, that's kind of fair. Like, she's kind of... Sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. But I will say they have this whole fight here where, like, he's, like, whatever. They get in this big fight yeah. about she doesn't uh, – because, first of all, because whatever. But yeah. they, they, they do make this big sticking point that continues on through the rest of this rapidly progressing plot that, like, 
I thought we were friends. Like, weren't, yes. aren't you, I'm, I'm supposed to be here for you. I'm your friend. They you could did do a nothing. drinking game out of the number of times they say friends, too, in but this movie. The problem, my problem with this movie is they did nothing to build this friendship. I don't remember them no. ever being friends. They viscerally hated each other the entire time. That's what I was saying in the beginning, is that Allie was always like, listen, me and Cedric, we're your friends. We're a team. We're going to do this together. And I feel like you could maybe say it was like, her because she doesn't have any friends either trying to like latch on to people or something like that but at the same time it's treated as like danny is in the wrong for not believing his friends or trusting his friends or whatever but no you've known each other for like a week like, and you never friends. once really got along maybe no. the book scene in the library but he's just using her because she can figure out the puzzle to get him what he really wants it's not exactly. like an actual friendship moment like if no. you want them to you want this friends thing to be such a sticking point that they should believe each other because they're friends then like Throw in a lazy montage of them giving her a makeover or something funny or cute or, like, friendship building. Like, it something. was just, like, they're, this whole thing, them being best friends and then not trusting each other was pulled out of their ass. It was really Definitely. lazy. But then we cut to her defacing a picture of Danny. I don't know where she got that. But she's just, like, taking a Sharpie and just drawing big that eyes was on That was so weird. <laughs> it was really out of left field. And then Cedric's like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, no, I'm busy. And then he's like, and then she's like, he lied to us. Like, blah, blah, blah. He were like, et cetera. And, and uh, Cedric says, I don't know. I think Danny, he's, he's, he's got to be have something kind of magic. Like, he's done all this amazing stuff. And she's like, no, look, I can prove it. He's not magic. I'll, I'll solve this puzzle and figure out how he did the dove trick in our car. So she goes and gets the footage and puts it in. All right, question one, why have they not watched these tapes before? If it was ever a question, if he was really magic, wouldn't the first thing to do is go to these fucking tapes that exist? An excellent question, Emma. One that the film's writers clearly did not ask. Okay, good. And, and then they, it should, they should, like, slows it down, and, like, you can see on the footage that the doves, like, don't come out of, like, the trunk or, like, the ground. They don't come off the ground. They just appear. Like, it's like you see a shot of the empty car, and then all of a sudden, dove, 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 dove. And she's like, they're just appearing out of nothing. And Cedric sees, na says, now you see it, now you don't. Like, when they're going back yep, between the And that's the name of the movie, guys. That's the name of the movie. Oh, really? Awesome. Anyway. And so then she's like, oh my gosh, Danny's actually magic. Oh, there's no other possible explanation for this. And so she starts going, she starts going through the house again, trying to find Danny. And like, I feel like 30% of this movie is just her looking for Danny. Like, yes. she's always looking She's always for running around busted Hogwarts trying to find him. And he's always in the yeah. fucking library. He's always in the same spot. Just go, go look for him there. Right. So she wants to go apologize or whatever. And then, all right, here's where the plot actually starts, folks. So Dan, she catches up and like she hears Danny and Max talking in a room, and she goes into the a room connected to it and goes up to it, old school air vent. By which I mean it's just a, a hole in the wall. It's with a, a great grate over it. It's a great. And Max says, "Listen, I know we did this that is what we would like there. to call an expedition dump." Yes. Where they dump all the information on you in five seconds. I know we did that whole thing out there, but guess what? <laughs> Some people are bored in our magic. I'm one of those people. So are you. <laughs> Uh, so was I don't know so why was, I'm laughing. It really does happen this fast. He's really it does, not. You're no, not guys, Luke's not guys, exaggerating. Not exaggerating. It's all. It's all this scene. It's he all said, one also, sentence. And keep in mind, we're at like the hour mark in the yeah. hour and a half movie. And he's like, some people are magic. You're one of those people. I'm one of those people. The guy who found in this mansion was one of those people. He was um, my mentor. So, yeah, so I want to teach you how to do magic. And he, so they go over to these two little statues of knights. And oh my god, this was and, wild. And they, and they make them fight, like they animate them and make them fight. And the thing is, is like, he says a bunch of 
bull crap, like generic stuff about like concentrate, focus, like feel your center, like like any movie where someone has superpowers and they need to learn how to do them, like just ripped straight from that. And they have this dumb little fight. And I honestly, I remember thinking this was the coolest thing in this movie. Okay, I but loved wait, this part pause, as a kid. Pause. Pause. First of all, these night graphics are hilarious. They're sh- oh, they're, they're shitty so, special they're sh- effects, not real. Well, magic. No, I, no, I think what it was is that they dressed two dudes up as knights and, and then like shrunk screen, them? screen them on screen screen them onto the table. <laughs> That's also possible, but it sucks either way. Looking at it, it's visually an eyesore. Second of all, the fact that he goes from in again one conversation of words mm-hmm. being like like squeeze your core, control your glutes, whatever the fuck he's saying to him. He goes from like literally disappearing people against his will to being able to like perfectly control the body movements of a tiny knight by just like focusing. Yeah, it's dumb. And the, the whole fight, I'll admit it doesn't last too long, but it's entirely Oh, I thought it lasted way too long. Well, no, I was say, like, why is this still happening? I, I really liked the fight as a kid, but then now recognizing, I'm like, this has nothing to do with what's going on in the film. Like, what is what is the purpose? And so he makes the knight almost he throw his tiny mace against the wall. Okay, wait. And he's like, oh man, I could have killed you with that mace, even though also it grows in size because yes. clearly the props guys didn't know how small <laughs> they were going to be. Um, it and does then, get like massively bigger in two seconds. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And not like normal size mace, like, but like it's, it's still just big. weirdly too big for what it was supposed to be. Continue. Yeah, and then and then he's like, "Oh, listen, great work, um, but I, I you go get some rest and work on this later. But also, I want to give you this ring." Um, Wait, and pause, gonna, Luke. You forgot. Pause. Also, keep up. Okay, just before we get into the second expedition dump of this conversation, we forgot to tell you guys that Allison Mashaka has a handheld video camera and oh, she's yeah. filming through the grate. So everything not, that is not a great image, but yeah, but she's filming through this grate in the wall. So she's not, she's not only hearing this all; she's all getting it on tape. Continue. So he gives him this ring. He's like, "Wear it. It'll keep your powers under control, so you won't make stuff disappear or whatever." And it'll be totally fine. And he's like, seriously, that's amazing. And he's like, how does it work? And then Ma- and Max just goes, magic. You don't and need I to know like, about that. Don't ask me. I any was questions. like, all right. Um, and so he's like, awesome. Thank you so much, Max. He's like, go to bed, young man. I want you to get the best sleep of your life. That was tonight. bizarre. It was really weird. And then Paul comes in. And this and Danny is this the person that I thought their name was Frank, the old, like, this is, yes. Allison Bashaka's, like, production supervisor? Yeah, the mentor. The, yeah. yeah. And he's like, so what? So he's like, oh, I thought that went pretty well. And he's like, yes, he's, he has the possibility to be more powerful than I'll ever be. Mm. But as long as he keeps that ring on, his powers shall be mine. Mm. Obviously, guys, he's evil. Max is the bad guy. Although, here's... I'll get into this a little more later. I'm going to give this right now. I think Max might be the best Disney Channel villain we've encountered thus far. Why? Because he tries to straight up murder someone? Yeah. <laughs> but also because he's got a, a good plan. Like, his plan is solid. Like, yeah, it almost he has- works. He has a plan. You're right. He has a, these things should be basic in any film, but they're not always given in Disney Channel mm-hmm. original movies. He has number one a plan, which is a, a good, but no, a, 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 a plan that we understand as it, the audience. It, it is a plan that is a good plan that could feasibly work. And he has a motivation, which we understand. Mm-hmm. He wants to take his powers because he doesn't want someone to. Still that is another thing that he has, and he. 
also has like very serious. He's very seriously a bad person, and that he, he, he is actually he's tries killed a person to, before has killed a person before, and is going to try to murder ball a seventeen year old or yep. fifteen year old. We don't know how old they are. Like he's he's kind of no joke, and I you, and I would expect nothing less from Richard Nixon, and this um, Oscar winning actor. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, Allison sees all this, and she's like, "Oh, Max is up to something. I don't know what's going on with this." What do you mean? Um, she's he's up to something. She knows exactly what he's up to. He just explained the entire know, plan in detail. I know, I know, but she just keeps saying he's up to something. That's the point, though. She keeps being so confused. Like, I can't explain it. I just don't know. But I think you just need to take that ring up. I'm like, bitch. Like, he literally said the entire plan. You heard it. Also, there's a great moment where at the end of the conversation, he says, it'll be just like it did before with Demilo. And then she pans her camera up to look at the painting of Demilo. And I was like, thanks for that dramatic flair, Allie. (laughs) Like, what? Also, if at that point, how could you not figure it out? I'm sorry. It's so weird. But so then she tries to go and find Danny and tell him all this stuff uh, to tell him what she heard. But then Paul stops her like, hey, it's late. Get to bed. And he has the menacing music behind him right now. Also, I feel like I should mention this. The score in this movie is really weird. It's bizarre. Like they try and, oh, they, oh, there's a part where multiple times where they go into a house of mirrors. And the way yeah. they score the house of mirrors is just maniacal cackling over like, and it's like every time they go into the house of mirrors, they blare that. It's circus music. And then over it, it's like, they also, they also they also use a lot of like Spanish guitar to indicate mystery where it's just like <laughs> da, 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 da. like it's weird and the score is weird in this film but so then she, yeah she goes to bed she gets busted and we cut to the next day and she's like Danny there you are I need to talk to you and he's like juggling I guess magicians are jugglers too um, also he was never a magician how can he do magic now without the powers he can't really do sleight of hand what? I, I I never I never got that. I couldn't tell if he actually knew like normal human magic or it was all just his magician powers. But so he's juggling and then he's like she catches it, he's like, Oh, nice catch, what's going on? Like he's all happy and upbeat now and he's like I need to go talk to you in private and he's like, What what are you talking about? These people are my friends. I'm making friends now, Allison, because it's the last part of this last twenty minutes of this movie. And he goes he also says for the first time in forever and I was like this for is the what first I'm- time in forever. I, I laughed um, at that. But he, yeah, so he's like, I finally feel like a normal person. I don't have to worry about my magic. I'm free. And then she's like, listen, dude. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, like, she pulls him aside into like this corridor and is like, look, I know you're feeling great right now, but um, I heard Max talk to Paul. I don't know how he's into this. That ring is... <laughs> I don't like, know why Paul's involved. He seems irrelevant. I thought Paul... I thought Paul worked for the show. He's a producer. Since when is he the, the fucking minion of the magician, dude? He is both, and we don't get any explanation <laughs> on that. We don't get like, oh yeah, I'm your son, or I'm your, uh, I'm your actual mentee, How did or something. No, nope, just a dude, okay. just a guy, just some asshole. Just a Paul. reality TV person. Yep. I but so he's, she's like, listen, you got to take the ring off. It's say, taking your power away. It's going to end badly. Also, you like, can't take it off yourself, right? Yeah. So yeah, we did skip that. He says you can't take the ring off yourself. Someone has to do it for you, which is a weird caveat, but all right. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and so he, she's like, what are you talking about? I feel amazing. I don't have to worry about hurting people or doing stuff or whatever. I'm finally like normal. And then she's like, whatever. I have proof. I have it on video what he said. This so is, then, this is this the is, biggest plot hole in the movie. This Why is so the fuck? Would she not just show him in private? 
I don't know. She tries to like expose Max in like. She takes the tape to the reality Toshi. To McAllister. To McAllister, to the showrunner. To be like, he's a real sorcerer. So is Danny. He's trying to take Zanny's powers with this ring. He's a bad dude. And then I have it all on tape. She tries to Mm -hmm. prove it to Danny and the showrunner of the reality show at the same time. Which. And I wrote down. Max is, like, in the room. He shows up, and she's like, play the tape. And I said, he's and a then, fucking sorcerer, Ali Machaka. He's yeah. gonna erase the tape, you yeah, dumb he, bitch. She literally, she hands him the tape, and we see him, like, swirl his hands over it for a second. And to her, she's like, yeah, it's really real. I got it. Like, you can feel it in your hands, right? And I was like, are, are you freaking serious, Ali <laughs> Are you in this big world, of an idiot? In what world would that work? He's a sorcerer. We've a sta- you saw him make a knight come to life. How are you this dumb, Allie? Just sh- even like just show it to Danny first, and then show it's it. It's time to else. throw that Harvard sweatshirt in the trash because you're not <laughs> getting in, bitch. You're too stupid. You're right. It's the absolute biggest plot hole. It's so dumb. So yeah, they put the tape in, and it's erased, of course. And then Max is like, "Oh, I think you must be overworked, my dear Allison." Because it's just uh, fuzz. It's just fuzz. He, they put it in the yeah. tape. It's just fuzz. Yeah, per- it's like. Like, oh, what is this? A polar bear in a snowstorm? Like, <laughs> that was such a it's, weird joke. It's it's dumb. And he's like, you're, you must be overworked and overwrought. Why don't we send you home? And also, does he like, have a British accent? Because you're doing a British accent, and it doesn't sound wrong. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do a British accent. I was just doing like a refined. It's like, like that. Um, it's like a very mysterious. Slow. Yes. Slow. Okay. Yes. Got I it. am not a crook. <laughs> um. And he, so then the lady's like, yeah, you should go home, because you're talking crazy. I know Hunter what was saying it, crazy what stuff saying. earlier. What does it, okay, yeah, Hunter has not been forced to go on medical leave. He pulled the magic is real out of his ass just as well. But, number two, what does it matter if this fucking reality TV woman believes her? Just convince Danny in private, and then take the ring off of him. Problem solved. Absolutely. And the other thing that messed me up is that why... I get Danny and Allison are not friends, but what possible reason would she have to lie to him about this? None. There's nothing to be gained by her saying this. And I know his mind is, he's being manipulated by Magic Magic Max or Mystic Max or whatever, and he doesn't want to take the ring off because he feels so good. But, like, dude, there's no possible reason for you to take... Like, they could have even said, like, you just want my magic out of control so it makes more good TV or something. Never comes up. Just they, you're just, right. That would be a very great line to throw in there to have nope. it make fucking sense, and they never say it. And he, and then she's just like, "All right, you're going home." They kick so Ali Mashaka out. She's gone. Yep. And she gives this whole thing. Where she's like, "You didn't trust my friend. You didn't trust your friends. You guys Screw weren't you. friends. Nope, right. you weren't." And also, he he really doesn't trust his friend at all. You think that's like the turning point? Nope. It's only until he gets concrete evidence that Max is evil. Yes. That he starts to trust her. Anyway, so then she goes to some. She, don't, first of all, she gets back on an antique trolley. And then she goes to what looks like a bank combined with a library combined with a cafe. It's, because she has a smoothie. smoothie. I noticed the smoothie too, weirdly. And she's (laughs) like, does all this research on DeMilo. And she found out he died when his magic apparently failed him, which is a sentence I can't believe she read anywhere because they, no one thought he was actually magic. It said one of his uh, props, his longtime props yeah. he had used in shows for he forever d- he failed done, him. He, he had done the trick like a million times. And he, something got dropped on his head and crushed his skull. They say that. They say his skull got crushed. You know and what's about like, to happen Disney to Daniel? Channel. He's about to get curb stomped by Magic Man. <laughs> 
But I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. This is something we have not encountered in Disney Channel original movies before. Someone has died and been murdered by someone, and he's going to murder again. This and, is happening. Well, I saw, we Channel said this at movie. the end of the last podcast, though, did we not? That, like, this movie, I remember having it have actual high stakes, unlike very, many other Disney Channel original yeah. movies. The stakes are significantly higher, and now you see it. Exactly. And so she, and then she sees a picture of him, the DeMilo in the coffin with the ring on, and she's like, okay, I get it now. He, not only does it sap his magic, it like gives him control over your magic. Yeah. Actually, Max might have said that earlier, I don't know. But she's like, so if he's gonna, so at the finale tonight, I guess tonight's the finale, I guess the whole competition is two events, a panel for some reason, and then the finale. I've, uh, this is the worst competition of all time. I'm sorry. <laughs> the organization, really. it is terribly put together. That McAllister woman should be fired. Emma, for someone who watches as much reality TV as you do, what is it, how much, how, like, what, how, like. This wouldn't last half a season on Bravo. There's no, <laughs> there's no romantic plot lines. They can't keep it down to a tight timeline. There's only three contentists. There's only three contestants. They do kind of try to wedge in, like, no, a romance. No, they do don't. No, There's they, they one don't. throwaway line where he says, There's you think couple. he's cute. You think he's cute. There's like a And couple. at one point, he kisses her on the cheek at the end. That is yeah. it. And not even like a romantic Disney Channel kiss on the cheek where like, it's clearly meant to be something. It's just like... The way you, you would kiss your mother. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah, it's kind of there, but not really. But it's, it's so not there, we weren't going to bring it up. Continue. Um, so she's like, I got to get into the finale, even though I've been thrown out of the Magic Mansion. I got to get in. So her plan is, I don't know how she got this, but she gets like a magic box that you stick swords in and hides in it and says it's a delivery for Danny. She just drops it off herself and they move it in. I don't know how. Yeah, who said it was a delivery for Danny? Like, Did she say that from the inside of the box? Like, delivery? I don't know. She, she Some guy just takes it out. No, some guy takes it out of a truck and whatever. But my thing is, is like, you weren't like escorted out by security. Like you, I feel like you, Probably could have just walked in and been like, hey, I forgot my laptop or something in the building. My bad. Let me just go grab it. And then ran out. Like, this is a little complex. And then we see Max and Danny talk. And he's like, all right, you got your... Max is, like, mentoring him. He's like, so you got all your stuff set up for your tricks? He's like, yeah, I'm all good. But should I take the ring off so I can, you know... Do magic? And he's like, oh, God, no, don't do that. And he immediately gets a little upset. He's like, no, trust me, I got all of this. I'm going to do the magic for you. And he's like, isn't that cheating? Yeah. And he, and he's like, uh, yeah, but no. And, like, you're magic, so it doesn't really matter. Why? And this is what I was saying. I thought he, I still kind of think he kind of knows how to do some normal magic. Because um, I was like, just don't do tricks that require magic. Like, I don't think I, he knows how to do normal magic. It's possible. I just thought that's where I put... I don't know. That's not how I read it. Okay. But so he, uh, we see the kids do their thing. It's whatever. Oh, this is where we get the line where we go backstage and we see Hunter try to coordinate stuff. And she goes, you need to go. And then McAllister walks up and like takes stuff from him. He's like, you need to go deal with Brandon. He's having some kind of sequin emergency. And we just cut to him in a dressing room being like, it's nothing is ready. Wardrobe malfunction for sure. Like all, like all right, stuff. This is irrelevant. Like we got to get yeah, to the crazier yeah. shit. So we see, uh, her come out of the box and she starts, like, looking around for Danny, and then Hunter gets on her trail and starts, like, follow her, but then she loses him in the hall of mirrors, like we said. There's a bad joke here about making her problems disappear and running away Yeah, from Hunter's apparently, no, Hunter's apparently an idiot, because he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna call security, and she's like, wait, can I show you a magic trick first? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, how dumb do you have to be to fall for that? And he's like, alright, fine, yeah, yeah show me a magic he's like, trick. He's like, I know you're playing me. 
but I do. Um, and so she <laughs> really, runs the hall He loose. just loves magic, Luke. What can you yeah. say? And then she runs into the hall mirrors, loses him. And then he, again, I don't get Max's level of involvement in this. Because he, Hunter tells Max she's here, not McAllister, who I would go to in this situation. Because that's she's not even his boss. <laughs> right. I don't, I, I don't know. And so she, like, gets backstage and, like, calls Danny over. Again, this is another scene where she's running around looking for Danny. She's always looking for him. So, like, she calls him over and she's like, look, listen, read this article. DeMilo died because his magic failed him. And that's totally what he's trying to do to you. Let me take your ring off just in case you need to defend yourself against his magic or something. And then he's like, nah, I really super don't believe you. And you, I really don't. Here's another massive plot hole he's like i love the wrist ring i love the way it makes me feel it's basically like doing mda like he's obsessed with this ring and he's like i love it but she even gives him like a nice out here which was like well written where she's like okay you know what fine you're gonna try to take the ring off yourself and he won't even try to do that yeah you're i did write that down where i was like yeah at least try and take it off and then see that'll prove me right that it's magic and you can't take it off and, and he's he like, nah, man, I'm never letting this sweet ring leave my finger. Yeah. And so uh, he goes on, and his trick is that... First of all, let me say, the, the girl and Brandon each did, like, a whole routine where, like, you know, they make stuff disappear and Was Brandon's like, even magic, though? Brandon was doing a lot of just dancing with lights in his hands. He was, but he also made, like, that giant stick appear out of the paper bag. Oh, yeah, there I was forgot about magic. that. So they had, like, music in the back, and it's clearly, like, a predetermined routine, and then Danny walks out and Max comes up and he's just like, oh, here, this is a thousand pound lead piece. Um, everyone, he's going to lift think, it. Yeah. Do you think like, uh, it's a very high level of involvement. And he's like, all right. Do you think also, yeah, Danny's parents are here. They're entirely irrelevant. And they're both um, alive. We didn't talk about that. Yep. But yeah, also yeah, seemingly Allison Mashaka so does not have parents. We've never heard of them. Okay. Yeah. But like, we don't, but that's not confirmed. They're not confirmed dead or alive. They're Kay. missing an action. Um, and so he, like, is like, oh, yeah, totally, I'm gonna lift it, no problem. And so everyone's like, he starts, like, lifting, trying to lift it from, like, the ring on top, and everyone's like, boo, you're not doing it, you're doing a bad job, and he does it twice, and this I was This is why like, I wrote down, he is legit trying to murder ball him, and I'll <laughs> Oh, first of all, why do you keep saying murder ball? Is I don't know. I don't know, it's I thought something I, I, thought, I say. I, I didn't know if it was a reference to something. It's like a slang, it's just slang. Don't listen to sure. me, I make okay. up things. Yeah, well, I'm well aware of that. And he's, like, two tries, doesn't do it, and then he grips it from the bottom, and then, like, Max, we cut to Max, like, looking like he's, like, trying to adjust his bow tie, but also, like, making... But also very, very obviously obvious making gestures, because he's lifting gestures. it with magic. Yeah, lifting it with magic, and then he, like, Daniel, like, holds it over his head, and then he, like, like levitates in the air, and he, like, steps away, and then it just kind of hangs there for a while, and everyone's, like, losing their minds, being like, ooh, yeah, and then he just kind of stands there and, like keeps bowing and like yeah bow 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 for like way too long and then we cut to max and max just like makes a drop motion and then the thing drops and he's bowing so he wasn't looking up so he was he would have gotten his head scooped clean off and a homie uh, Allison machaca says like watch out danny like, danny watch out and he's like what and he dives out of the way and uh again guys someone just <laughs> tried to commit a murder in a disney channel original movie like, I'm, I'm kind of here for it. Like, I'm, I, I like this. Like, this is some dark stuff, high stakes. And so then Mac comes up on stage and he's like, oh. And well, no, first Danny just starts, like, trying to rip the ring off. And he's like, again, he did never started trusting Allison. Only when he saw things go wrong and Max tried to double cross yes, him. Yes, he, he literally only believes her when Max 
tries to murder him and misses misses by an inch. There's no lesson here, is no. what I'm saying. And he uh, starts... And this is, I wrote down, this has to be crazy to watch from this audience. Yeah. Like, oh, this kid almost died. And then he just starts, like, trying to rip the ring off his finger. Also, just, yeah, his like, angry face is still blue steel. He's still just yeah. pursing his lips into a kissy face. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, gotta rip like, this oh, ring it's off. it's stuck. It's stuck. And then Mac comes up and he's like, well, we'll have to get a stronger floor. Hmm, well, why don't you get on to your next trick, Danny? And he's like, what are you trying to do? And he's like, I know what you're trying to do, Max. Like, I'm trying to get the ring off. And then uh, Cedric comes out on stage and is like, um, delivery for Danny Sinclair. And then it's right. the box and Alice Pause. in the shock is... This is yeah. where we're going to enter a part of this movie, which is probably the craziest part of this movie, where Max and Danny just volley back and forth for... I timed it, Luke. Nine and a half straight minutes (laughs) of them just saying weird segues. Of them being like, well, guess we're going to have to get started on your next trick. Well, maybe if I had my beautiful assistant, I could start my next trick. Well, sometimes they're not as sharp. It's to get right to the point. They're literally just doing innuendos and like like building anticipation for a trick that takes like nine minutes to happen. It is crazy. So you can continue with what happens with the box. But I just need you guys to know that this is what they're saying the entire time. Also, again, Max is on the stage and actively involved in this performance. In this kid's routine. Yeah, and I was like, "This seems highly illegal. You can't have like the greatest magician in the world help these kids out." But he just starts like shoving swords into the box, and like, and we see Alice and Machaka's side like dodging the blades, and then he stabs one in there, and we hear her go, "Ah!" And then he's like, "Allie!" And then he opens the door, and then there's no one in there. Which again, who made her disappear? Danny couldn't have done it because he doesn't have magic right now, and Max is trying to kill her. I thought. Me too. But. Uh, so maybe, uh, maybe it actually is like an, a, an actual, like, magic box that magicians use and she just did that. <laughs> what? Don't, uh, I don't, 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 we can't waste too much time on it. This movie no. doesn't make sense. It's and funny. then he's just like, oh, yeah. And again, this has to be crazy to watch from the audience where he just, like, rushes to the box and thinks someone's in mortal danger. And then he, like, opens <laughs> it again and then she's actually there. And she's changed outfit into, as we described previously, a scantily clad magician's assistant. The sparkly lavender piece thing. Again, who whose magic put her in that? Exactly. Who I, changed I, her clothes? But then she and uh, Danny are like back to back and she manages to like rip the ring off of him. Mm-hmm. And so he's got his power back. And then the second he's got the ring off, uh, Max just looks over and is like, what have you done? And he's like, I know what you're trying to do, Max. Your power, my power will never be yours. And that's what they're whispering to each other. But then out loud, they're like, and now for the next trick up his sleeve with like yeah. more magic puns, the crowd must be so confused. Like, why are they giving us segues for nine straight minutes? It's, yeah, it's a very, it's, again, like you get it as an audience, as someone who's watching the film, but in the audience, it's got to be the weirdest magic show anyone's ever seen. <laughs> And they, and so then, like, he's like, oh, you know what, for my final trick, Max has agreed to help me. And he's like, oh, yes, I have done that. And again, I was like, this seems highly illegal. <laughs> like, I don't get, again, he's the world's greatest magician. You can't. I was have expecting, him like, douchebag Hunter to run on stage and be like, that's against the rule. <laughs> yeah. And then Max is like, all right, let's do this. And then he just, like, whips a finger and then Danny gets, goes flying into the air. Yep. And he just, just, <laughs> Starts hanging there, and then uh, she... And not uh, just starts... levitating lightly off the ground. He's fully on no, the ceiling, no, no. folks. He's literally on the ceiling. He's on the ceiling. And then he makes a move with his finger and starts spinning him around. And then Allie 
says to him, the ring, Matt, Danny, you have to use the ring on Max. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. How is that going to... And then the craziest thing in the goddamn world happens. Okay. Uh, listen, listen, guys. This is not only incredibly stupid, it's incredibly poorly done. It doesn't and make so any sense. For, for it makes it's nonsensical. Like I know we said that like Pixel Perfect has like the craziest like ending, but it, it was crazy because of all the things that it made you try to accept as fact in that. And this one, it's just like two minutes of complete insanity because he just drops out of the sky like a missile. There's no indication Max has. Um, Stopped levitating him. Like, I, I don't know why he suddenly falls. And then he says, I literally wrote down everything because I literally just said, <laughs> what? What? What is happening? I didn't write down so, a single thing because oh, I was no, well, so floored. My mouth was also, like, I'm okay. sorry. I got wrong. She does not say the ring is the key. She says the ring is the last piece of the puzzle. God Use damn it. it. Max. Danny says, now it's my move, Max. And as he's falling, does like a Dragon Ball Z power he shot. Like, rock <laughs> As he rocket plummets to the earth, and all and Max he, Max is standing on the ground facing the audience, and he's got his hands at about chest level, and some and we see Danny start to hold the ring in front of his face, and again the CGI is terrible, and so he, he dives at Max, and how somehow, did he how did he get the ring on his finger? So, it's literally guys, I don't know. Watch this movie if you can. Because it, there's the cut that they do of him holding the ring in front of him. You don't ever see it suddenly, go on his finger. No, it's just he suddenly has it on his finger. It's the wildest thing I've ever seen. And I lost my mind. I paused the movie, ha- was freaking out about that what is just, just happened. It's so not just where I thought that was going to go. No. I didn't it's see it so going bad. that way But at so all. Here's, here's what happened is I paused the movie, took the notes, freaked out for five minutes... And then went back and pressed play. And and Sandy does not stop there, my friends. Because they disappear in a cloud of smoke. No, just Max then, does. Well, no, no, no. They both do. And then Danny <laughs> appears from the smoke. And is like, ah, yeah, I did it. Like, crazy Also, cool. what was that trick? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know what just happened. And then... Guys, and at first I wrote, Danny just killed a man, and which is not true. But, <laughs> I so, thought he killed him, too. I thought it, too. So, and okay. I wasn't shocked by it. I knew that in this no. universe, murder was something that happened between magicians. So, what happens is, again, so that was crazy to watch. So, okay, they finish, round of applause, cut, 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 he kisses Ellie Machaka, and that should be cut back to her room. To her room in her Harvest also, sweatshirt, we don't know who, stuffed animals. we don't know who won the competition, by the way. Oh, they never no, tell no, us. Entirely, we, entirely irrelevant. The competition Again, that this, this whole thing this was what, framed around? This, this is whole what we're saying. Thing. This is what we're saying. The entire first, like, 45 minutes of this movie set up this whole competition, <laughs> and then the last 45 minutes are completely irrelevant. It's like two, it's like some guy wrote half a script, and then they threw it at another guy. I'm literally and tearing like, up. I'm laughing this. so hard. Because we it really does. It does make no sense. Like, the whole thing is this competition, and then they just completely abandon it. And we for, don't this, even... for, this wi- for this wizard's duel between Danny and Richard Nixon. And he's just like, oh, God. And it's so out of the field. And so, okay, 
We have to write this up. We're back in Ali Bashaka's room. We have to. We're back in Ali Bashaka's room, and this is and so she's like vlogging. So I guess Dan. This is the again. This is wild, just because I don't know who thought this was a satisfying ending. She says (laughs) this script feels half finished. (laughs) That's my (laughs) last. Yeah. No, like someone feels like they wrote the ending in a minute. Just tell the people what happens, and I will give commentary. (laughs) So she says. So that. So after that. The cop, after the finale, they went up and they found out that all the tapes had mysteriously disappeared. Well, except for these. That I have. (laughs) That I have. And I guess Paul took the ring off Max and Danny went off somewhere to go hold him. Paul must have taken the ring off of Max and he vanished before anyone could find him after the show. But then he also must have had time to wipe all the tapes because none of the tapes exist except for these that I have here. Ones I have. Somehow, everybody, don't ask questions about it. I just have every tape from this competition. And also, Danny went into hiding to hone his powers because he knows that Max is still out there and he's going to come back. Yeah, and he's going to have to take care of him. And no one knows where he is. And I know that kind of sucks. And then a bowl of popcorn starts floating. And then she's like, "Mm, okay, maybe I do know where he is. And then that teleport effect happens again with the spinning hat. And And then she just, and then she's just sitting in a chair outside we, it, like it's a really a close shot on like a park bench and then and then she just goes whoa what just happened how did I get here and then Danny appears behind her and is like wearing a top hat man wearing a top hat going magic and then he takes his top hat off and he sits it. down next to her and he throws spins it like Mario from freaking and then Super it turns Mario into Odyssey the <laughs> and then it turns into the graphic and then the movie's over <laughs> like what <laughs> man what just I'm convulsing. I can't stop laughing. Were they, what happened? Wait, were they setting that up for a sequel? Did they think I, that it was so good? They no, were like, there's for God, sure. I hope not. God, I because hope not. Because they don't resolve anything, Luke. The bad guy is Nothing still is out resolved. there. And Danny still hasn't owned his powers, really. And the bad guy's still on the loops. Like, it's just totally left open. It's, uh, yeah, why did Max disappear when he got the ring put on him? Why did he have time to take all the tapes? Why does Al Where is tape? this airing? Where is this airing? Does everyone in the world now know that he's magic because she's just airing No, because some people didn't think that he existed, Emma. <laughs> It's guys. It's like we've, we've said. Disney Channel movies have problems with the ending. This is the worst ending. It's so unsatisfying. Even even in Halloween, even in the Halloween Town movies, where we like these endings are super rushed. They don't make so much sense. They at least make you feel like the movie's over. I could not believe feel that like everything got resolved. I can't. Like, this boy is now in hiding, and, like, are, did you just expose him as being magic to the whole world? I I am done. I, I, you could literally do, like, a 45-minute long cut of this movie that's just him showing up at the magic house. Yeah. And then, and then fi- go finding the magic library, figuring out his magic with Max, wizard's duel, end of movie. Because everything else is irrelevant. It's Nothing so, Nothing gets Luke, solved. It doesn't, we're done. I can't talk about it. We're done. We're done. That is now you see it. I can't stop laughing. I, I guys, it makes no sense. It's and I remember crazy. being excited to watch this. I remember it being I good. I was too. It's I was too. I remember good. liking it. It's not great. This is kind of the first big like disappointment of decons. I mean, I feel like no Halloween Town Two is kind of disappointing. Like I didn't remember it being as bad as it was. And Johnny Tsunami was surprisingly bad in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but this is a huge 
huge disappointment. I will say I think Alison Machaka does a good job. She's a good actress. Oh, yeah. Um, like, and like we said, they wrote her character annoying, so she kind of had to play into that, but it's not that President bad. President Nixon was incredible. Like, the acting... I'm, I'm, I'm saying it right now. He's, like, the most serious Disney Channel villain we've had so far. Screw Calabar. This guy's the real evil wizard. Yeah. I like this guy. I, I, the, it, the only one who's really just not acting his best is Johnny Picard. I'm worried about him in general. But it, the rest, the plot, the, this is one of the movies where it's like, I feel like other bad ones we reviewed, it's like, okay, there's problems with like the, a lot of the acting and like the sets and like the, this one really, it is just like terribly written. Like the plot makes literally no sense. It's In a way where like, Johnny Tsunami was a bad movie, but didn't have plot holes. Like the stuff about him no. needing to snowboard in a race, like that whole held true. It was just kind of lame. It's yes. just kind of lame and confusing. This movie this. does not make sense as a narrative. <laughs> it, it, it literally literally is like either like one guy wrote half the script and then another guy wrote or like one guy wrote a whole script about this magician competition and this other guy wrote this other thing about this guy wizard and and then they just mashed them together one guy wrote a script about a wizard or magician reality competition and he was murdered (laughs) and then (laughs) a second person had to pick up the slack and he just really changed it it's it's all right, rough. let's rate but, this bad boy. But yeah, we don't have any taglines. But do you have anything you want to throw out? Um, save a horse, ride a mechanical bull. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. I was gonna say R- Richard Nixon was an evil wizard. That's I, just I. That's just, yeah, that, that explains everything. One, I one of the few um, movies featuring an Oscar winner though. The, uh, Oscar Channel. nominated nomination. He did not. Oh, win. he didn't win. Fuck. I think he I said win. win like six times. Sorry, guys. He's no, like, he was nominated. Still, still. Still. That's it. Uh, I don't even have a tagline for this. No. Because it would just be like a paragraph long, oh, all caps. No, I've got the tagline. Now you see it, dot, 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 don't. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> don't. Don't watch this film. Oh, it's that's not, good. It's, like not, it's not even like bad in like a so bad it's a good thing. It's just The like, only reason that I, that it didn't like bore me, that it like kept my attention to it was because- It's because I'd seen it before. No, I had seen it before too, but I don't remember anything. I have- uh, my brain is not 100% still here, but, like, I had seen it before, but I, because I didn't remember a lot of it, I was so intrigued to be like, what the hell is happening? Like, how are they going to wrap this up? And then it was insane. But if you listen to this podcast and know how it's wrapped up now, don't bother watching it. Then it's not wrapped up. It's not wrapped up. Nothing is wrapped up. Why was Paul working for Magic Max? Who was Paul? Where did he come from? (laughs) Why did the, what did the ring make him disappear? We've been over all this. It's bad. It sucks. It's Okay. Okay. All right. Rate it. Emma, what did you rate it? I'm going to give this a 2.5. Really that low? Uh, no. Now I don't know. Now you're making me second guess it. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I mean, and I was going to give it like a four, I think, or maybe that a 3.5. That sounds 5. a little bit better. I think I'm just being too hard on it. I, I I'm going to give it like a 3.5, I'm going to say. 3.5 to a four. I'm going to give it a three. You're going to give it a three? I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. Only for Allison Machaka. Had she not been there, this would have been a two. But Allison, you'll, yeah. give it, you'll give it a three. 
Yes, and I, I think that's pretty fair. Guys, this was a way rougher one than we thought it was going to be. Don't watch this. Um, Instead, just go it. on Spotify and listen to Allie and AJ's new EP. It's amazing. 80s it's pretty good. Pump. I like it's it. It's great. you got to listen to it's it. Only, it's only like four songs. You can knock it out. It's, yeah, it's an EP. Like, the Distance and Take Me are the best ones. There's also a music video where they're like vampires for Take Me. It's great. That's it's, my yeah. recommendation for today instead of Allie, this Allie and AJ are back, and you should be a part of it. Um, but, Emma, what movie are we going to watch next month to wash that taste out of our mouths? Because next month's February, and then March, so we want to let Emma pick in her birthday month. So she's going to pick February and March, and then I'll come back in April. So, And I picked two in a row. So I, I have that. a... Okay, I have a question, because I really want to pick this movie... But I didn't. Oh, also, hang on. Sorry, this was a huge disappointment for something I picked for my birthday month. Yeah, you really out. fucked I picked, up. I picked. I picked this because I really liked it. I should have done Wendy Wu like I originally planned, but I decided, nah, I'm not gonna do it. But like, I want to do this one instead, and this freaking sucks. Okay. <laughs> like, I really boned it. Anyway, also, yes, happy birthday to me. Swish, swish. Go ahead, Emma. Okay, I did not think this was a Disney Channel original movie. I thought that this was an ABC Family movie, but I'm looking at it online right now and it says disney channel original movie premiered on november premiered on the disney channel so this is a disney channel original movie even though i do not remember it being on disney channel but i'm picking the sarah highland classic geek charming which is a great movie and if you haven't seen it which i have seen it recently and watched it with my friend Allie and we this came out in 2011 yes it came out in 2011 but i watched it much closer to i watched it probably like two years ago and had never seen it before but it you guys it's good stuff it is it <laughs> it's i love it i love it i'm I, excited I have, for it. I, have, I have heard literally nothing that's what it. i'm saying and, and that's why i thought that it was like an abc family movie we just like found it on tv like found it on demand we're like let's watch this bad movie and make fun of it it is a disney channel movie Allegedly. I, 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 okay. Uh, who's the, who's, who's the star? Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. Oh. Yes. Oh, like, oh, like, is she Haley? Haley, yeah. Haley. Yeah. That's why we watched oh. it. We were like, Sarah Hyland's in this movie. Let's watch this. And now. I would I, not have pegged her as being in a, as, as being a deep. Me either, but she is. That's why I think I also thought it was an ABC Family movie. But you know, Modern Family's on ABC, Disney, it's all the same, uh, company. So she did some crossover work. Alright. You will not be disappointed, uh, folks. Watch Geek Charming. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing next month. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us on this freaking train wreck of a film. And I say that because, like, it happens at the end. Like, you're on the train throughout most of the film, and then it just crashes before it pulls into the station. Just wait, guys. Um, Geek Charming is going to redeem it for all of us. I, I hope so. <laughs> it's got some, got some heavy lifting to do. Alright. But, uh... Uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? Follow me on Twitter at Emma Stone Tyler. Also, that's my Instagram, too. Same name. Yeah, sure. I only have a Twitter, and it's at wildfire underscore king. Uh, I'm not as active as Emma, but I, I, I retweet a few good nibbins and nubbins every now and again. Uh, but, of course, you should be following us on Twitter, the podcast itself, at Podcast, and become a comrade with us. Um, and you should, if you have the time, we'd really appreciate it if you like uh, not like that's a youtube thing mm-hmm. uh we really appreciate it <laughs> like and subscribe sus- below <laughs> like comment and subscribe below uh we would really appreciate it if you uh rate and review on itunes please we review like, us Stitcher, on itunes whatever we have whatever we if you if they let if they let you rate us we'd appreciate a good couple good ratings because really please review us on itunes and so specifically talk about everything that i'm doing that you like that's what yes, i would like to request. sure 
Fine by me. Um, also, you can reach us by email, uh, decomedypodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can send us feedback there or whatever. Um, and also, I'm going to put this out. As I was thinking about doing a best of episode, which like is all of our, you know, are kind of a sampler for people who might be try- trying to get into the show. So I'm um, looking for all the best bits from our past year's worth of episodes. Um, and I think we could probably include like the first couple ups that were technically in 2016, but anything in 2017. Uh, that you thought was really, really good. Appreciate you. I have a pinned tweet on our Twitter that you can reply to or just email us a list, and I'd really like to get feedback on that before I make it. So please do that if you can. If not, super great. Definitely follow us on Twitter. Um, That's it. All right. It's been real. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in February. Hope you have a cool January. I'm going to go celebrate my birthday. Hope no one tries to kill you with a weight. Yep. Happy birthday, Luke. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> D comes forever. Poof. I'm gonna be off the show. Hey, no, you don't know that. One of our magicians could still get picked. You seriously think so? No. But as your mentor, I'm supposed to be encouraging. (sighs) (sighs) Tell me you're rolling. I'm rolling. I got it. I got it. Cedric, you rock. (sighs) Wow, man, this kid is good. Think Danny did this? Of course he did. Who else?